Hey, everybody. How you doing? And welcome to the John Riley Project. I have a very special guest with me today. It's my son, Trevor Riley, Join, joining us here in the Hello. podcast studio. How you doing? Good. I've been living 50 feet down from this podcast studio now. Well, it's our, about it's a, a year. It's our living years. room. Yeah. So you probably hear me in here squawking and doing everything. Oh, yeah. Good. So um, I'm really happy that we we're finally doing this. It's been a while. It's been a while. Yeah. Um, you know, we have all kinds of interesting guests, and I have interesting guests that live under my own roof. So, yeah. So, um, how you doing? Good. Good. Friday. All yeah. good. Yeah. Good. Okay. So, you know, we're, we're live streaming this on Facebook and on YouTube. So, of course, we welcome all your thoughts and comments and questions. If you have questions for me or for Trevor, we'll uh, just let them rip. Just type them into YouTube or Facebook and we'll get them here and we'll see them on the air. They all come together in one place here? Yeah, That's right nice. here. Actually, the audience can't see this, but on our monitor to the right of it, we have like a little chat window and it kind of consolidates all the comments from both YouTube and Facebook. This is like a program. It's like a software. Yeah, it's called StreamYard. So it's kind of like um, it's kind of like Zoom, uh, but Zoom I can only live stream to one platform at a time. This I can go to YouTube and Facebook, and I can actually live stream to as many as ten different platforms. But I haven't set them up yet. So if I set up Periscope, I could like live stream on Twitter. I, I could do a lot more. But I, the two main ones are YouTube yeah. and Facebook. Um, but the nice thing also is is that it consolidates all of our comments. So I'm not yeah, I don't have to place. I don't have That's to go to one platform. It's, it's nice. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It's kind of cool. So um, the only challenge is it's sometimes a little hard to see with my uh, Pat uh, Johnson says hi. Yeah, Pat Johnson on the live stream joining us. How you doing, Pat? Happy Friday to y'all. Um, so, anyways, today what I was hoping we could do is you know you and I were always kind of you know talking about news events, national news, local news. And it's usually a bunch of old guys, you know, we're talking about, I want to get a young man's perspective. So a 21 year old young man, right? Correct. Okay. So I'm just kind of want to get your thoughts on a wide range of issues. Let's start with COVID. Yeah. Okay. So (laughs) the rules are relaxing, right? At least that's what the CDC said that we don't necessarily have to wear masks if you're fully vaccinated, right? Right. So what, how has, how are you and, and the people you hang out with, are you noticing there's changes in behavior? What, how are people typically getting around these days? Are they wearing masks? What's going on? Well, in California, everybody still wears masks. Yeah. Still. Um, but obviously, I've been to other states like Oklahoma, Florida, and it's a whole new world out there compared <laughs> to California. Right. But uh, here, I mean, yeah, it's definitely relaxing. Um, I really haven't changed much about my day to day, but... They know open the gyms finally again. Right. Which is nice. Um, but mainly, I guess, uh, my friends, uh, yeah, it's starting to open up more for them. They're about more people. You can do more things now, I guess. Yeah. San Diego State's no longer expelling kids for having more than like five people and stuff like that. Well, were, were there stories of that? Do you know people that got... There ex- were threatening expulsions at the beginning of COVID for having like parties and groups of whatever the CDC said, more than 10 or... Right. Um, but yeah, now we don't have to wear them outdoors, right? Hasn't that been a thing for a while? <laughs> well, yeah, for a little while. Well, scientists have been saying it for like the last six months that yeah. we didn't have to wear them outdoors. But the CDC, I think, think finally started to officially relax the rule. Yeah. So, and yeah. the science has never changed, though. So tell me about like when you were on one of your trips to Florida and Oklahoma, you were saying that you were in a nightclub and it was jam packed. Oh, and- yeah. But this was what? March, right? Yeah. March. No, it was 
April. April, we were in Florida, mm-hmm. and you didn't even need a mask to get in, first off. Mm-hmm. And then it was body to body. And if there's any place in the world that you could get COVID, it'd be <laughs> in one of those clubs in Tampa Bay, Florida. Right. But, no, yeah, it's a whole new world. They didn't really, nobody really, especially the younger population. Mm-hmm. We're kind of over it by now. <laughs> yeah, I get that. You know, here in California, I think, you know, it's just a lot more um, regimented, right? There's a lot more oh, discipline. It's way more strict here. Yeah. yeah. Now, when, when you're visiting these other states, do people like give you hell because you're from California? Oh, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. What do they say? Well, they all are like, oh, you've been locked up for like the past 12 months, <laughs> yada, yada, yada. And then the classic, like Democratic, whatever. <laughs> right. So like liberal. They, they this assume that. that you're yeah. like a hardcore progressive. Oh, yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, where do you line up if you... If moderate. You, kind of a moderate, yeah, right? Yeah, I mean, I'm your son. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, all a lot good. like yours. <laughs> so, um, again, you know, we welcome your thoughts and comments here on the live stream. Feel free to chime in with some questions for Trevor or for I. Let's talk a little bit about vaccinations. So how many of your friends have been vaccinated? Almost all of them, besides uh, Zach. <laughs> yeah, because he's in Oklahoma, right? Yeah, he's in Oklahoma. But all my friends here, yeah. Okay. Um, I mean, I'm still waiting on my second one. That's coming up pretty quick, isn't it? Like in 22nd, a 22nd, I get my second one. Shannon got her second one today. Yeah, she, that's right. She did yeah. get that today. So what's today's date? Today's the 14th. 14th so you have like eight week, days yeah. until you get your second one. So you're almost legit. Yeah. So all good. Um, yeah, I think it, it's interesting. Like I was, I went into a business today, you go to check my mail over at Postal Annex. And I was wondering if they were starting to think about relaxing rules. I don't think they can yet, but I think it's going to be. masks. Yeah. But I think it's around June 15th that I think some of the indoor rules are going to relax in California. So we'll see. Yeah. I mean, it depends on who you go to. And like, like today at the computer shop, me and him didn't wear a mask. Yeah. I walked in, he wasn't wearing his when he was talking, so I just took mine off. Right. <laughs> I don't know. So that was, uh, what's, it, what's the name of his place? Do you remember? Uh, ProTech. ProTech. Computer it's Repairs. On Poway Road, on right? Poway Road, yeah. He's a good guy, He's isn't he? He's a great guy, yeah. Yeah. He's a cool guy. So, yeah, for computer repair, we brought our stuff down there to see him. He does a great job. Um, yeah, so tell me a little more about, like, how has COVID, I mean, I kind of know the answer to this question, but how has COVID affected your life oh, this last, last year? <laughs> It's changed it drastically. I mean, it switched up everything I knew so, like that. Yeah. So tell me about it. I mean, it started in March of 2020 yeah, right. when we let, shut everything down. It was the middle of our smack, or not the middle, it was towards the end of our junior college baseball season. We were ramping up for the playoffs. And I remember we were sitting in the, the locker room just joking about it, like, oh, they're going to, you know, just joking. Like, oh, right, we're not going to be able to finish the season. You know, everybody's on Twitter mm-hmm. scrolling through, seeing the, the headlines. And then they did shut everything down, and they, when you <laughs> they shut everything, I did down, you know, mm-hmm. going to play baseball every day, going to school every day. So it changed everything I knew real quick. Right. It's been hard, hasn't it's it? It's been real hard, yeah. I mean, I had to change everything I did on a day-to-day basis. I always think that you, you've, you've gotten robbed. I mean, because I know for me that my college days were some of the best times of my life. I met wonderful people that are oh, yeah. still friends to, to, to me today as a guy in his mid-50s. And it's a time when you're growing up. But in your case, a lot of that was stolen from you. Yeah, I mean, I think I was lucky because I was at junior college and living at home still. Mm-hmm. And I mean, yeah, I missed out on a lot, but I don't think I missed out on much as like same pe- some people that were like, say, 
you know, hear from out of state at schools and stuff like that, you know, mm-hmm. locked down in like your dorm room or your college apartment right. would be really tough, you know, with everyone there at your disposal and not being able to do things. And Right. Yeah, that'd be tough. Well, the good news is, is I think we're kind of on the home stretch, right? We're getting close to the end of this, I think. Yeah. Um, I know there's still some people that are paranoid that even if the mask rules relax, they want to still keep wearing masks. Yeah, I see. I see people like that, you know, like, oh, get your stinky breath away from me. I didn't <laughs> like it anyways, you know. They're all, I should have worn a mask before COVID type people. Like, right. oh, I haven't gotten the, I haven't gotten a cold in a year. Why would I stop wearing a mask? <laughs> Stuff like that. But um, I think. I think people have been preaching this from the beginning that there's a health benefit to everything. Yeah. To not wearing a mask, too. So we got a uh, comment here on the live stream from from Jaron. And he says, lift the restrictions. Get vaccinated if you want. Let people wear a mask if it makes them feel better. But it's time to get back to normal before COVID permanently compromises human interaction. I agree. Let people make their own decisions. Yeah, I I figure now now that we can get the vaccine... We're kind of at an inflection yeah, yeah. point, right? It's one way or the other. Right. So you either get the vaccine, you're safe or re- reasonably safe, or you don't get the vaccine. And but then that's your choice. It's your choice. And then you assume the risk of your choice, right? Yeah, exactly. So um, like in the baseball world, um, man, I'm like talking about a local guy here in Poway, Phil Nevin, right? The third base coach of the Yankees. He was fully vaccinated and then he got the COVID virus. I think a couple wasn't. Were Myers and Tatis in the vaccine? Well, I know Chris Paddock was. Yeah, and he got it? Yeah, so he was fully vaccinated, and then he got it, and he tested positive twice. Now, I don't know the story yet on Tatis and Myers. In terms of, were they vaccinated? I don't know the answer to that. Mm -hmm. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's just, it's it's hell on on the pros, right? On the pros? Yeah. The COVID situation? Yeah. I mean... But it's nothing compared to yeah, what you went they, through. They, they, I mean, they didn't change much in my, besides not playing. Right. But And not playing in front of fans, but their season kind of went out as such. But like in junior college, like what I played, and they shut everything down. We couldn't practice. We couldn't even see each other. Well, tell me like some <laughs> of the restrictive rules. I remember like to just to do batting practice. Like what yeah, was it? When it, well, when it first shut, it was like six months of like a blackout zone, you know, nobody right. even discussed <laughs> right. talking about going to play baseball. And then when it was a discussion, it was like you can only have one coach per player. So if you have two players, you need two coaches. So if I wanted to throw a bullpen with a catcher, I need two coaches there present, technically, according to the COVID restrictions, whatever that means. Really? And then they were saying how um, uh, they can only use, like, you have to use, like, a different set of balls or something like that every time, like, a, like only one person could hit, like, a bucket of balls for a round of BP, and then they would have to use their own baseballs, like, the whole time, stuff like that. It's because you didn't want someone else touching the ball. Which they, they thought the virus could be transmitted yeah, over by the baseball, ball. Yeah, somehow. Which scientifically, I think that's not yeah, really no, we happening. were literally in Zooms, like discussing, like, oh, what if the coaches wore gloves? Like, we were <laughs> just trying to find any loophole past it. Right. But, you can't. but it's, it's in the air. I mean, that's how it's transmitted, right? I mean, that's what they tell that's us. That's what they tell us. <laughs> and if you're outdoors on a ball field, I mean. That's like, seems like the best place to be. Exactly. You know, instead they want to kind of coop everyone at home and it's in indoor locations where people get it. Yeah. So it's something. A couple more comments here. Pat Johnson. I agree. Kids in college and high school lost a lot. And hopefully August, everything will be open again. I've always thought the kids in high school right now, that'd be tough. Like your senior year of high school, like this whole class of 2020, they missed their whole 
year, senior year of high school. Yeah. And that I, that would be that would be sad. I'd well, be really upset with that. I mean, they probably don't even know what they missed. But senior year of high school is one of the favorite. Well, you, you're missing out on favorite prom. memories. Yeah. Um, you're missing out on graduation. I saw that uh, they're they're doing. High denied prom, but like um, Nikki uh, Boyer, remember the yeah. college bound yeah. the Nikki Boyer. I yeah. see her on social media. They're the moms. I don't know if it's PTSA or whatever. Yeah, are planning their own prom. They like booked a venue and everything. So it's like rogue you prom. Need, no, you need to be, well, it's rogue prom, but yeah. you need to be vaccinated or have like a negative test. Really? Yes. That's, that's actually kind of good, yeah. right? I don't know how popular it is, but they still actually denied their prom this year too, you know, which is crazy. Nuts. I mean, so yeah, graduation, prom, homecoming, a lot of stuff going on. I mean, senior year, plus your BMOC, right? You know? Yeah. And then all your sports you played. Yeah, for like sure. Like the High football season just ended, I think, or something crazy like that. Yeah. Yeah, I just saw on my social media feed some of the uh, parents were I talking the about the kids. I see soccer team out there yesterday playing. They were? Still like a fall sport, you know? They're just fitting them in wherever they can. Probably. Amazing. So, I mean, yeah, it's it's been unbelievably turbulent. So, I'm hoping, I'm hoping that we start getting back to normal. We are. Yeah. I think we are going in the right direction now, finally. I think, finally, like... It's been like sideways, whip up and down, but now it feels like everything's going like in one direction. Yeah, finally, because people are getting vaccinated, mm-hmm. right? Now uh, there's like a clear path of what's going to happen. It seems mm-hmm. like what did Biden say? Like June? Yeah, <laughs> I think he was. Well, Fourth of July, I think, was when he was aiming for. But I think by the by June first, everyone that that wants a vaccine should be able to get it by June first. Mm-hmm. And so, what today's the fourteenth? So we got like a half a. Half a uh, a month to go. Uh, Pat Johnson on the live stream. Uh, Patrick, that's uh, Pat's son, was a senior at Cal State San Marcos and took a lighter load and extended a year to graduate the following year. That's exactly what I did at Palomar. Exactly what I did. But you've had friends that have like taken gap years. A whole year off, yeah. I know a decent amount of people that took a whole year off their academics. So what did they do? Work. Just just worked. (laughs) Because you could you could go work at a Nordstrom's and whatever you are in in and out and anywhere else, but you couldn't go to school. <laughs> so yeah. why not go make money, not spend money? And, and on top of it, the quality of the education was... It's terrible. Online education. <laughs> well, tell me about your experience at Palomar. Because I, I would hear you so frustrated about it. Is, it. It's awful. Teachers, I feel bad for the teachers, too. They were not... They obviously were just as unprepared for everything as us, but I don't know. It's been pretty rough. People, uh, it's just some of the communication, I feel like, is probably the main thing that's lacking. Clarification mm-hmm. with what assignment is what, what's due when, is just so much harder. <laughs> when you don't have someone in front of you, being able to sit down and watch a recorded lecture is impossible. I don't care. Anybody who says they watch recorded lectures lies. That's impossible. Okay. <laughs> that's the most boring thing in the world you can imagine doing is sitting down and watching a recorded lecture. <laughs> <laughs> right. And I don't know. It's tough. It's just, it's in one ear out the other at its finest right now. <laughs> what about like the, um, the online, the platform, the online education platform, you know, the software you used? Not good. <laughs> Cause you would get, I would frustrated. Yeah. I was doing a statistics course and luckily I have a bigger monitor. Obviously I have a nicer desktop in there and I have a decent sized monitor, but I was doing statistics problems on like a probably a four inch by four inch box with 
30 different values in there that I had to use and, and calculate and all that. I just imagine a kid trying to do that on a laptop screen is even harder. So it's like a little bo- a window box and it had like 30 different values that I needed to pull and you had to calculate. scroll up and yeah. down. Oh, that'd be hell. Any of your scrolls aren't accurate. <laughs> just, oh, man. I remember you you were going through an assignment once, and I remember you dragged me into your room. You go, look at this. Yeah, Someone yeah, else still has to see, to see this. Like, this is just insane. It's just it's like, did the teachers look, did the teachers use their software that they were assigning their students? I don't think so. I think a lot of schools, like especially even in the high schools, they were learning as they went. I mean, it's like building the airplane while it's flying in the air. Yeah, know? but I think the problem was is they kept the same expectations as their in-person expectations of this many assignments this semester. This is going to go to this assignment. We have to do these assignments. And then they start pushing you and from wherever they live in their house. And you're like, wait, what is this? You know, right. You don't know exactly what it was. And the readings and the lectures don't aren't as clear as when you're not asking questions and how you can ask questions on zoom, but it's all different. I'm sure, you know, tell me the story about the webcam. Remember you used to always borrow my webcam. Yeah. They proctor test. So they, um, they'll make you, so it's a whole process. So if you don't even have access to easy technology or not even access to, you can have access to internet, but at this point you need access to a nice working computer to operate some of these programs. It's a, a program called Proctorio. You can only get on Google Chrome. It's an extension, and it monitors your everything going on on your monitor. So all your browsers, applications you have open, it can monitor all that. And then you have to plug in a webcam. So like me, I didn't have a webcam, so I had to borrow one of yours. Mm-hmm. So most laptops have webcams, but imagine if you didn't have a webcam or someone that has webcams. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You got to go through all that, and they might, they also have a microphone. Like literally everything, you know. It's like they're sitting there next to you. Right. And then yeah, ridiculous. And a lot of your fellow students probably either didn't have it or didn't know how to set it up. It was probably and then, chaos. And then it's also a program. It's not like someone's watching all of us. It's mm-hmm. a program that will send a note to our teacher like, oh, this person had their eyes gazed away from the screen <laughs> type thing. For real, though. That's how it worked. So just insane. Got a couple more comments here. Um, Jaron goes on to say, sad for the high school and college students graduating I was more worried about younger kids who were starting school. Studies show that elementary school are the most pivotal pivotal years for development. So, yeah. I mean, imagine being like a six-year-old in an online class. I I mean, imagine being a six-year-old in an online class and your parents are trying to work during the day and then I'd... (laughs) You guys would hate me. That, that would be chaos. And then uh, Pat goes on to say, Trevor is spot on. Patrick and Catherine said the same thing about expectation, but the teachers were less available. Yeah. So. Totally. There's something huge. I mean, you probably know this in business meetings. There's that dialogue that's person to person and you can just understand everything better. And oh, yeah. <laughs> well, you know, even in this podcast, you know, we I've been having guests on the podcast and, you know, doing it here kind of like on in a live stream, but is essentially like Zoom. Yeah. But it's not as personal as this kind of a discussion. Yeah. Let's um let's shift gears a bit. You've been telling me a lot about your social media feed and all the stuff that like a lot of people your age are commenting on. Oh, so yeah. I want to hear a little bit about that because I'm like paying attention to the old gray haired people. What are the young people talking about on social media these days? These days, I mean, 
it all started with the COVID things and everybody being locked indoors, you know, Mm -hmm. everybody started taking the social media to spread their word all over. And I mean, any political debate you could think of a 20 to 20 year old and one year old's probably spamming about it somewhere on their social media, (laughs) one side or the other, Mm -hmm. very passionately too. Right. Some people more data driven than others. I don't know. But like, what are some of the topics other than COVID that people COVID, black lives matter, Power High, that was that whole thing that involved that, too. Um, the newer stuff with Israel and everything going on in the Middle East, too. Oh, the Biden-Trump thing was endless. Still is endless. Right. <laughs> you know, Trump supporters always posting memes about, oh, like, uh, I saw one I actually thought it was kind of funny. <laughs> Yesterday, it was a picture of Kamala Harris Mm-hmm. You know, the video when they won. It's yeah. like, we did it, Joe. That video. <laughs> yeah. And it's her with like the, we did it, Joe. And it's like the gas station pumps like out of business. <laughs> I thought that was funny. Yeah, but you I see it on both sides. Yeah, you yeah, see it on course. both sides. People yeah. poking fun at each other. But no, there's a ton, a ton, a ton, a ton. So what's the Poway High topic? The, refresh my memory on that one. Well, it was during when the Black Lives Matter like movement was really strong and mm-hmm. it was out there that um there was a social media page i think it was named black and pusd oh yeah it was it was an instagram page it was an instagram page where uh people and i went to power unified school district stories anonymous anonymously can't say that word yeah shared their stories and that blew up that was like two weeks of like everybody you know and went to power you're older younger you know posting about it agreeing disagreeing <laughs> Right. There's mainly stories, you know, people sharing of their personal accounts of racist racism on campuses. Right. I mean, what did you witness when you were there? It's walking on glass. Huh? Yeah. Well, yeah, it is. That's <laughs> but, uh, a tough question. No, I don't think I went. I don't. I can pretty confidently say I didn't witness any firsthand racism right. at all. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Powell has gotten extremely bad rep recently mm-hmm. i mean our senior year there's the whole redneck nation thing that they oh, blew yeah. into the sky all over the news and mm-hmm. i think uh it's gotten a bad rep that uh that all that stuff's going on i think it's a great school <laughs> well they well the good news is i think is that the school district Very is inclusive. now they're changing a lot of the curriculum and they're having more kind of ethnic or ethnic studies or they're trying to blend in a little bit more diversity in terms of not only the teachers, but also the curriculum. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how much of that really, but, um, I thought Poway was pretty diverse. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, obviously it's just where we live demographically. I mean, and it's going to be not extremely diverse compared to other parts of the country. And that's what you got to expect in any part of the country you go to. But I know there's Plenty of people all over the country that would have given a leg and arm to take classes at Powell High School. Right. It's. It, I think it was really had a lot of good things about it. What was and your favorite thing about Powell High? It's a good question. I don't think everyone's ever asked me that. I don't know. I think there was like a, a camaraderie and like a, a spirit there. Like everyone just like kind of like the whole time growing up, you know, everybody was going to Poway High. And it was like this huge thing, like, you know, finally getting to the school that the city you live in has the name. Right. And you get there and it's like all the friends 
that you've grown up with. And then that had friends that knew someone at Meadowbrook, maybe when you're at Twin Peaks, you go, oh, I've heard of this person. And you finally get to meet him. And then they all just like kind of like mesh perfect, not perfectly, but yeah. they all kind of meshes into one. And it's like, I just like how it's just one high school for one city. And, you know, like, right. I knew like, I felt like I knew, I obviously probably didn't, knew most of the class and knew mm-hmm. like who they were. And like, I would say most, some of them like where they lived and like what they like to do. I just felt like more personal than being like some of these huge high schools like some of my buddies went to in like Texas and Oklahoma and stuff like that. Well, how big were those schools? Their graduating class was 3,000, really? which is the pop- population of high school. And that was just one class. So you're, uh, you're, you're, they uh, had their, Matt Foster had his graduation in the Dallas Cowboys practice center stadium. Really? Yeah. Huge, <laughs> unbelievable! It's a they, huge, like twenty thousand people there. It's just, just well, because all the family and yeah, everyone there ridiculous. for the graduation. Um, but I liked how like personal and like it felt like a real family there. I think that's why I think it gets a bad light for one or two stories when the majority of the picture is good. <laughs> Do you have a favorite teacher from your days at Poway, Miss Carr? Okay, and what does she teach? English. Okay, why did you like her? She's an amazing human being. Really? Nicest woman I ever met. Right on. She wrote me a letter. I took her class first semester of freshman year, and I, we kept in touch all throughout of high school. She wrote me, wrote me a letter of rec senior year. I would go eat lunch with her some days in her room. She After we graduated, she, we had lunch with her and like a few other students. Like Before we left for college, she like reached out to us. Right amazing on. Amazing woman. Nice. They always did. She only taught one or two like freshman English classes. And then, like, her other classes were helping, like, I don't know the word for the name of the classes, but it's, like, where English wasn't their first language. Yeah, ESL. Yes. English as a second language. Yep, that. Right on. So she's a great human being. And her kids were always there, too, and it was Mm -hmm. a good time. Her class was really nice. Cool. Cool. Yeah, so, you know, I I was really happy, you know, when both you and Shannon were at Poway High, you know, it was kind of nice having both your kids there. Because I agree, as a parent, we always kind of saw it as like, you know, you finally get to Oz, right? Yeah, you, you it know? was just like everything was building up for it. Like my whole time growing up, I was playing for the Poway Titans basketball or baseball yeah. or whatever it was, yeah. soccer, the Poway Vicaris, Poway this, Poway yeah. that. It was like finally like you can go be at Poway, you know, right. like where you're finally. So it's legit. And like everyone kind of felt that too. So I want to ask you a couple of things because um, – as parents, you know, we only kind of have a bird's eye view of what actually happens on campus. You know, when we're invited for parent teacher conferences or we're there for events, share with me just some stories of things that go on at Poway High that maybe parents don't know about. Parents don't know about. Yeah. Or just kind of a little bit inside <laughs> scoop or crazy stories you remember from being at Poway High. Well, I mean, I'm guessing the majority of the viewers here went to Poway or know a lot about Poway. <laughs> I think the cool thing I like about it, I guess I'm just talking from my perspective, is when yeah. you go talk to other people like that didn't grow up in Southern California, it's like an outdoor school. <laughs> right. And, you know, you go outside and there's an open quad. Like I said, the family thing, you literally walk out and it's everybody's there. You know, you can just pick, I want to walk over here, walk over there, you know, talk to these people and these mm-hmm. people over here. But I don't know, the inside scoop. 
It's no? high school. It's just high school. <laughs> it's high, high school. All right. It's all good. So tell me, I, w- I want to, I like covering a lot of Poway topics just because, yeah, we have a lot of guests here, you know. And, Trevor and George. <laughs> Trevor George on the live stream. Yeah, he says uh, Mrs. Carr was the yeah, best. Yeah, that cl- I don't think he had, I don't know if he had the same period as me. And then yeah. Pat Johnson said, you've said old gray hair people twice now. Speak for yourself, brother. <laughs> you know, Pat Johnson's been growing out his hair. I mean, you got to see this guy. Yeah. And he's, he looks he like, a, like, a, Nor- like a like a, uh, an, 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 a Nordic god because he's out in, Nor- in Norway. He's been <laughs> he traveling in Norway. in Norway all the time. Yeah. So tell me again, I, I enjoy talking about Poway stuff on the podcast. Tell me the story that you share with me about taking Seth down a Poway road. Okay, I don't know. I don't think Seth's listening. <laughs> Seth Murphy, uh, he goes to San Luis Obispo, Cal Poly, and he'd been up there this whole semester. And last week, uh, this is his first week back since like, January. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we uh, drive down Palmerado, and you take, <laughs> take a left down Poway, and you just go wrap around the bowling alley. He's like, what is that? <laughs> I was like, what? He's like... The buildings, you know, where are these? I'm like, they're, those are the apartment complexes. You know, they just went up that fast. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. But, it, it, I mean, they stand out. Yeah, they do. Because <laughs> you don't see multi-level buildings in power. No, you don't. No, you not That's at what all. the first thing I'm like, damn, that's tall. Uh-huh. That's like the first thing I noticed. I mean, people are freaking out, man. I mean, seriously, there's a lot of neighbors that are really, really angry because uh, they didn't see it coming. But it had been I discussed. Mean, I mean, yeah, I mean, it got discussed, but. Yeah, but yeah, he People had been out of town for so long, and then he comes back, and they're up quick. And yeah, they go up, they go vertical quickly, for sure. Yeah, so I mean, it'll be interesting because I think there's a lot of people that want to move to Poway, right? So we uh, might see. Are there? I don't know. I don't yeah, know. Well, there are. You know, I mean, you can try to sell a house in Poway, and it's sold like in a couple of weeks after really? it goes for sale. I bet. Oh. But I know that the the people that I are, thought people don't want to move to California right now. No. Well, there's people. Well, there's a hell of a lot of people that want to stay. That's for sure. So you know, it's a mix. But I want. I often wonder, like, if uh, people are going to raise children in those apartments. I don't know. I think that would be good. It, isn't there like a decline in the amount of enrollment in Poway High and like yeah. the Poway Little Leagues and stuff like that? Yeah, there is. So. I, could, I could tell. I could tell growing up that there just seemed to be like a lesser of a younger population. You could. Yeah. I think this might sound naive, but it felt like we were like the last class to go through <laughs> Poway. But I'm sure that's how everyone feels when they graduate. But it felt like we were like the last real Poway class. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It, well, it, it has thinned out quite a bit. That's for sure. Um, they com- they, did they combine little leagues? Didn't you tell no, me? No, they that? talked about doing they it, but they about- but they couldn't do it because it would have been too large of a geographic area or too large of a population, so that the all star teams would be, be too good. Maybe so good. <laughs> That'd be cool. Um, but so they had to keep them separate. Imagine but, we combined our all star teams. Oh my goodness. Oh yeah, it would have been really good. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. Um, let's talk a little bit about like some stuff in sports. So you're pretty fired up about Manchester City right now, huh? Yeah. So tell me tell me a little bit more. What's going on with Man City? We just won the Premier League. Um, so we. We. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know how to explain like how liking from, I mean, I have an extremely amateur view of soccer. I don't know how many of your listeners are huge soccer fans, but I don't know how it is to explain being a Man City fan. I've got, I don't like comparing it to the Yankees because I don't like comparing it to the Yankees. Yeah. 
But it's almost like I, I like comparing it to now like being a Padres fan. They're the team, you know, that's been kicked down by their like rival Manchester United or the Dodgers and that have always had more money and better players and like the legends and you know, we've never right. really had anyone. Mm-hmm. But I, I'm I'm a bandwagoner. I started liking them in twenty sixteen when they got money and then they started picking up players. They won their first championship in twenty seventeen mm-hmm. and all that. But yeah, they just won their fourth. Premier League title, yeah, in like the last five years, I think something crazy like that. That's huge. Three, I don't know, like, like the last five, but uh, yeah, it's huge. And then they got the Champions League, which is the best team in Europe, like at the end of May, right against Chelsea. And it might be in England or it might be in Turkey. It's probably going to be in England. They just canceled the F one race in Turkey too. They did. Yeah, <laughs> there's going to be two races in Austria now. So why was the F one race canceled? Same reason. Travel restrictions. Because of COVID or yeah, because I of think, the violence I in Israel? It said travel restrictions. That's all. Okay. I didn't guess. I thought it was COVID. That was the soccer talk that it was COVID. Okay. Because Turkey put England on the red tier. England put Turkey on the red tier. Something right. like that. Okay. So um, so that's coming up. Yeah. Like like the in two weeks, right? Yeah. Yeah. Right, right near uh, the end of the month. That's, that's what that, that's the only thing that Manchester's missing as a club. To be legendary, <laughs> this right. past four years with Pep as the coach. You, know, you turned me on to that series All on nothing, Amazon yeah. Prime, and that was really good. You finished it. I have one more episode to watch. I've watched five of the six, but you had told me about it because I know you're. I, I'll watch some of the game with you, but I don't know the players like you do. But I watched that Amazon Prime series. It was great. Now I feel <laughs> like I know the players, but I know a lot of them are on the team anymore. Yeah. They're, that 2017 team had a lot of people that left, but now the young guys are great. <laughs> yeah, obviously. Yeah, well, I, I feel a little more connected now, so yeah. that's good. Um, they had a game today. They won four three, but it was a game that didn't matter. Okay. They started their goalkeeper hadn't start a game in the Premier League for four thousand some days. <laughs> Wait, four? That's like over ten years. So this wasn't the. It's back- like some old. Gr- they, they won already, so <laughs> yeah. they're literally just like almost screwing around. Yeah. With their lineup, you know, it's all the U twenty guys, you know. Right. And then this old hat and goal. By someone crazy. like me yeah. with gray hair. But it was funny because when you win the Premier League, the next that at, at your last what how many games you have remaining, the teams give you like a a tunnel walkout clap. Okay. So it's like has it start in three four thousand days in the Premier League and then walks out through like a championship <laughs> champions clap like entrance. Well, well, good for that guy, you know. Yeah, getting his, you're getting his opportunity. But the so how the goalkeepers go, Man City's Ederson, mm-hmm. the main one. But but they don't. The backup now is Stefan, which is the U.S. guy, the oh, U.S. Wow. goalie. Cool. So that's cool. So the U.S. have so Man City have Stefan. Chelsea have uh, Pulisic, so Americans going to win the Champions League for the first time yeah, ever. Pulisic, yeah, that kid's good. So the first time Americans won in the Champions League. That's good news. Yeah, we're finding- Stefan won't play though, but Pulisic will. <laughs> yeah, well, he'll be one of the main guys. Yeah. right? that's great. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking forward to that match. I mean, there'll be you and Seth going head to head, basically. Yep. You know, fans of each of those teams. Mm-hmm. Um, what, what are your thoughts on the Padres right now? Oh man. I'm glad that we're still have the record we have with how bad we're playing. I feel like that's a good way to describe yeah. it. Um, sucks with the injuries we have right now. We're going to a game Saturday night, yeah, right? And we're not going to be able to see Tatis and Myers. Um, but no, I think it's as bad as it is. I think it's a good sign because <laughs> it's going to come around. I think the hitting's going to come around, and yeah. you're still winning games with Blake Snell. 
a former runner-up for the Cy Young, not being able to go more than like four innings. Well, no, he actually won it. He won the last game he went out, right? No, no, he won the Cy Young in 2018. Oh, yeah, 2018. Darvish was the runner-up. Oh, sorry, yeah. Yeah. Wasn't he the runner-up last year? Darvish, I think was. Wasn't Snell? No, Snell was won it in 18. But what about last year? Um, I don't know <laughs> what his deal was last year. I think the main thing with last year is that he had that great game yeah. against the Dodgers. And he got pulled. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I don't know. Machado and Tatis can't really hit that well right now, mm-hmm. which is kind of insane. Um, you can't expect the pitching to be this amazing, or the bullpen to be this amazing this long. Yeah, they're going to crap out at some point, right? Arms using, are going to start to fall off. I mean, how I don't know how many times Chris Matt can just roll out there and be that good as he's <laughs> been, so... Well, um, Pomerantz is is uh, is going to probably go on the the IL. Oh yeah, he's always had shoulder problems, right? Yeah, this is like a lat problem. What's what's a lat? Is that like here? Yeah, yeah I used to get that sometimes. It's from when you extend. Oh, from the from extension. extension. I would get soreness down here. So kind of like in the rib cage area. Yeah, that's a good place to get soreness. So. That's good. Yeah. Oh, because it's not on the elbow or yeah. the shoulder, right? <laughs> yeah. Which is where you don't want it. That's where I would. I got that my JV year. I had it pretty bad. I remember, and Andy, oh, that's good, you know. Yeah, <laughs> and massage out. Nice. Yeah. So you know, yeah, we're going to go to the ball game on Saturday because we got family in town, and it's our cousin and her husband. And the husband is a huge Cardinals fan, and so they're yeah, in right. town. We're going to go watch the Padres and the Cardinals on Saturday night, and then the Padres are going to be Manny Machado and a Triple A team. And Hosmer, right? Oh no, Hosmer. No, no Hosmer. Right no Myers. No Tatis. Not even pro far. It should be one dollar beers. Yeah, <laughs> the park. <laughs> I agree. Um, and I think when we go on Saturday night, it'll be Paddock. He'll be pitching. Oh man, but we're he, in for a toss up. <laughs> but he he looked good in his last outing. Yeah, I want him to do well. Who's going for the Cardinals? Do you know? Uh, ooh, I think it might be Wainwright. Oh, of course, it's Wainwright. <laughs> and Wainwright and Molina. Yeah. So that's what we're looking forward that's to. A good on one. Saturday. No, it's good to see Wainwright pitch. Yeah, yeah. he's kind of an older dude. Wayne Ryan Molina, yeah. best battery in the history of baseball. Well, not the history, but they're up there. It's arguable. Yeah, at least. What would you put in front of them? In current times, it might be. I don't know. I don't probably know, know enough about past baseball. But yeah, we might. have to go back. I mean, like way back, right? Well, yeah. I mean, you know, like the Yankees, like Whitey Ford and Yogi Berra. I mean, <laughs> I'm sure we can. Roy Campanella and Sandy Koufax and. Um, so, I think they have the record for the most games together, though. I think that's a true yeah, statement. That, that's probably true. Yeah, that's probably true. <laughs> I can't imagine her catching as long as Molina's caught for. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Well, here's Pat Johnson on the live stream. Ask Trevor, which is more important, find a great job and make lots of money or find a good job and make enough oh, money easy. to travel and have fun? Just curious on hearing the younger generation's answer. That's easy. I want to travel so bad. <laughs> you do? I would find enough. I would easily... Find a job that makes enough money and travel all okay. over. If it was me right now, I want to live in a single place for more than a year. <laughs> right. I want to bounce all over. But I think it's a combination of COVID having me locked up. And, yeah. I don't know, my young ambition. Well, you know, when you're in your 20s is the time when you should do that. Yeah. Because you have no marriage, no mortgage. I mean, you are a free agent and you can do that sort of thing. Or maybe you get a job that you can travel with your job. Exactly. That's the dream, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> you know, make money while traveling. Right. <laughs> when I was younger, I traveled a lot. And I remember I used to always try to go to the ballpark, whatever city oh, I was absolutely. in. absolutely. I'd have to. That's what we did in Florida. Or we didn't make it to the ballpark. <laughs> but we tried. Right. Yeah. But, yeah. I mean, where do you want to go? Where, where Europe. Are some, 
You gonna want to go to Europe. Europe. Where, where in Europe do you want to go? I want to go see a Manchester City game. Obviously, I'd be number one. And everywhere, I want to see the French Alps. I always see pictures of those. The French right. Alps go get lost in there, and mm-hmm. Switzerland, and I want to go like you were talking about Norway. I want to go to like the Northern European yeah areas. And then obviously all of the history that you can go through in Germany and Italy and all that yeah. too. And then I was just listening to a um, a podcast today about from Joe Rogan and talking about going to Antarctica. I think <laughs> I, I really sparked my interest. Really? Yeah, I think it would be cool. Like going to a really desolate place for a bit and just like hanging out. Yeah. Wow, and you, <laughs> Antarctica just to see it. Okay, just to see it. Okay. Yeah. He was talking about how he went on this like hunt for caribou in Antarctica. Oh yeah, well, Rogan. Yeah. yeah, it would be something like that, something yeah. manly. Um, I don't know if I'd be doing all that, but yeah, well, I'm sure I, there's, I, like, I want you to travel. Yeah, I mean, I really do. I, I want that to happen. I know when um, when Shannon was in college, she had an opportunity to study abroad for yeah. the summer in Florence. So I, I hope at minimum you have that opportunity. Mm-hmm. You know, still in front of you. So. Yeah, good, good. Um, yeah, travel's good. So hopefully we got Pat's answer there. Um, yeah, a couple other things to talk about. Uh, what about the NBA, man? We're getting to the NBA playoffs. Do you have any thoughts NBA. on that? <laughs> yeah. I can't watch the NBA. Like, I, I I have the Clippers in my phone, so I'll see their final scores. But yeah. I could call myself a Clippers fan. Yeah, we used to be a lot more into the Clippers when you were younger. When Blake Griffin was there originally, and back when the NBA was a little more competitive in my mind. Right. <laughs> or maybe I just saw it like that. Mm-hmm. But I think the NBA right now is in a bad spot. I think they're, they're losing viewership. That's non-disputable, isn't it? I don't know. I think they are. Well, they don't have fans, right? They don't so, have fans. They're still... No, yeah. I went to a Magic game. And that was oh. awful. Well, yeah. <laughs> that was awful. That's the part of the NBA that's failing is those lower tier teams that are just like so bad. And they don't have any ambition to be better, it seems like. Right. Like, they just are so fine with getting losing to the Bucks by 50. Well, yeah. Well, tell me that story, you know. We went to Florida, bought tickets the month in advance, you know, yeah. for a Bucks magic game. And sure as hell, the morning we wake up, Giannis is not playing. Right. Another two guys are out for the Bucks. I can't remember their name, too. You know, top guys, because they're playing the damn magic. Right. <laughs> and you, we show, and from the tip, the magic, we're just down 20. It's felt like from the tip. Right. <laughs> they're lagging around. Mm-hmm. Eh, throwing it up, getting buzzer counts, traveling. Like, you're like, dude. And then the Bucks won by like 40. I think they were up by 50 at one point. It was just. Meh. Really? And then it's like the whole stadium, you know. Just, I think there's just nobody out of there. Wanted, like on the Magic, looked like they wanted to score. Like one of the ball. <laughs> it was bad. Well, how, how does the weaker teams in the NBA compare with the weaker teams in the Premier League? Is it the same dynamic? There's more pride in the Premier League. There's more yeah. pride because you have relegation in the Premier League. You can go out of the Premier League if you finish at the bottom. So you get bumped down to yeah. like the baseball equivalent of Triple A. Exactly. It's like that would be insane. You know, like the MLB had a tier list like that. Like oh, the geez. bottom ten teams in MLB, Triple A. Top ten yeah. teams in Triple A. Pros. That'd be well, crazy. As a Padre fan, that'd be awful. <laughs> we would have been in Triple A forever. We might have been in Single A by now. I know. Really, <laughs> they just oh. keep going down. Unbelievable, yeah. So, and the NBA playoffs are coming, so kind of. But um, I like the whole. 
I love LeBron, mm-hmm. but I like the whole aspect of what's happened. They, you know, they have like a play-in tournament almost now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and the fact that the Lakers are about to slip into that. <laughs> yeah. Because LeBron last year was like, you guys should create this thing, you know, let the bottom four guys mm-hmm. battle it out for the eighth spot or whatever it is. I'm not sure exactly the Something concept like that. like that. I think it's like the bottom four play for the eighth spot. Something like well, that? I think there's seeds number seven, eight, nine, and ten are in the mix, mm-hmm. but I don't know how they feed into the bracket. Because it used to just be the top eight, right? Yeah, top eight, yeah. both sides. But now, like LeBron's, like whoever invented that should be fired <laughs> because they're about to. Because LeBron hasn't played half the year. Same with AD, right? And like that's terrible mm-hmm. for the market. Like that was like if Tatis had COVID every other week. And we're like, what the hell is this? Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Your star player making yeah. all the money and they're not playing. But it kind of makes me wonder if they're just sandbagging it. Like if they. You know, it's like with Kawhi and his lo- oh. load management. Oh, yeah. No, they totally are. Giannis was out with a knee injury right. when we went there, and he was jumping off the bench and sprinting whenever they dunked, dunked like, the ball. He could have dropped 45 that night, but he just didn't want to. You know, he just showed up that night. Ah, coach, you know. Yeah. And so. then how much are people paying for those tickets? I mean, insane. They're like the whole... I've, like you could see, like the stands was half Giannis jerseys at the Magic game because nobody cares about the Magic. They bought tickets to go see Giannis, right? They were, yeah, and then like it was literally like the stadium was kind of COVID out, so it was pretty sparse. But right when the game and halftime ended, it, it was a mob by the tunnel just for Giannis, Giannis, Giannis. Yeah, they just didn't street clothes, <laughs> didn't play at all. Amazing. His brother was playing though. You know, his brothers yeah. are both on the team now, or one's on the Lakers, I think. There are two brothers. Yeah, there's there's three. three of them. Mm-hmm. I didn't. I thought there was only the two. The oldest one, the oldest. Okay, I think that's how the oldest one and Giannis are on the Bucks, and the youngest one's on the Lakers. <laughs> so Giannis is the middle one. Yeah, interesting. So, wow, I mean, it's just a lot going on in the world of sports. I, I'm looking forward to Saturday night. You know, I think it'd be fun to get to go out to Petco. You haven't been. I went to a game earlier this year. Oh, yeah, you did. I, we went to the, we see them play the Brewers. We're going to be interesting seats, though. <laughs> I know. We, we had a hell of a time getting the tickets. So we'll... I don't know about the... But the, the top of the Western Metal Supply Building is going to be cool. Yeah. It's going to be nice. So we had to, you know, we had to end up buying tickets through the, you know, through season ticket holders on the secondary market. So we have four tickets on top of the Western Metal, Metal Supply Building and four then four tickets, tickets in the Budweiser deck. <laughs> yeah. Like, in, so we're in left field and in right field, right? The Budweiser deck's like right by where they count the strikeouts. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> okay. So yeah, we're going to be scattered about on Saturday night. That's um, how it is. You can't find tickets for more than four people really. Right now, yeah, it's because they're just season tickets. I'm pretty and sure, everyone's, you yeah, know, and everyone's yeah, you spread them out. Yeah, we actually funny story that when we went to our game with my buddies, we uh, we thought we were our seats and they had like the covers on them, so we just <laughs> yanked them off. Yeah, sat down and got come. No, no, no way. These are your seats. You know, <laughs> let me see your tickets. These can't be sold. Yeah, so right. We, had, we were in the wrong seats, but we were just like literally on the wrong side of the staircase, you know. Yeah, well, they've been like I hear they've been zip tying them. You yeah, know? they had them like with like a Velcro thing, so we threw right. them off. <laughs> so you see that video, <laughs> Padres guy punching the Rockies fan? No, what happened? You haven't seen this? No, video? What? oh my goodness! It is now a third. Tommy Pham, who reached out an error. Oh, my God. The, the Padre fan just decked. Who, who was it, a fan of? Oh, the Rockies. It was really? at the Rockies game. Just at, knocked him out. 
That was unbelievable. Just walks up to him, right? It went all over Barstool. They're all hyping him up. Yeah. Really? And it was the whole Barstool thing, it's funny. It's Pat McAfee. He's like, we're back to normal, baby. People are getting punched in the mouth at sporting events, you know? <laughs> like, you know, he's like, we're back to normal. I'm like, you talk shit, you're going to get hit. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, Apparently I didn't he didn't press that. charges. There was this came out of the day that the Rockies fan did not press charges. Really? Because, you know, like all the Dodgers fans were like, that's assault on camera, like yada, yada, yada. Yeah. He didn't press charges. So obviously there's something going back and forth, I think. Amazing. <laughs> no, I didn't see that. That is something. Yeah, I'm surprised you haven't. It's all no. over. Yeah, I must have missed Dodgers it. Dodgers Twitter. And it's like, like the people will quote it. It's like, our story's better than Tatis. <laughs> <laughs> um. Well, you, have you been following the story on Matt Gates? Do you know who he is? Mm. He's the Republican politician. He's from Florida. Uh, and he's been like, um, you know, dating underage girls. Yeah, yeah, and he has all these allegations and he's like, yeah, cool with it, right? Or something weird Apparently, like that. Yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah have you been following this at all? No, you have this, I vaguely. I mean, it's just funny. This I don't is, really care about this politicians is just, in Florida. No, I mean, but it's funny because that's why I wanted you on this podcast, just to talk about the things that you're seeing and Compared you're witnessing. To, yeah, yeah. I mean, but this is crazy. This is a, a guy that's like, I don't know, like his late 30s. And he's, you know, quote unquote, dating these underage girls that are like 17. But, you know, it's probably not. Mutual. No, and there's, it, yeah, it's just nuts. <laughs> Um, but I'm surprised you haven't been hearing about that. What's the story? Is he getting prosecuted? Yeah. They're yeah. talking about it's, you know, sex trafficking yeah. and all kinds of, it's crazy. It's crazy. But I think like, isn't the whole thing is like, he's just like on Twitter and just like being normal too while it's all going on or something weird. Well, like he's, that. he, yeah, he doesn't think it's a problem, you know? Oh yeah. Oh, I think I saw something on Twitter is like my supporters don't care like we'll yeah. still get votes Something yeah like weird like but that. he was like you know paying these girls to join him on these trips and it's just insane and so you know there's federal investigation on i'm surprised you hadn't heard about that no so um, another dark politician yeah, story it's just crazy you know it's just <laughs> fun to compare notes um what about uh wait a minute, what else are you seeing on your on your your social media feed like what social media platform do you use the most Twitter by far, okay, and Instagram probably number two, and okay. Reddit, Reddit a lot too. Okay, and what's some? What are more the some more of the topics that people your age are paying attention to? Right now, it's heavy in Israel and everything going on out there. Mm-hmm. Very one sided or the other. <laughs> well, yeah, with a lot of people taking Israel side or Palestine side, whatever you feel. Right, but being very very vocal about it. <laughs> right. You know, retweet this, quote that, post this on my story, sign this petition. <laughs> and so are these just the chatter overall, or are these from people that you personally know? People I like, what personally, depending on how you define that, but like, yeah, I guess I would say I personally know them. Like, I've had conversations with them, stuff yeah. like that. But yeah, but it's it's always funny. There's sometimes like the quiet people, you know, you know, they would never say any of this kind of stuff in person. Right. Be this vocal about an issue in person, but. What's, I mean, but things are just a lot more politicized, right? Extreme right now. It's extremely politicized right now. Right. Mm-hmm. But um, I don't know. I see a lot of people taking naive stances, as I would call them. Just people posting with their emotions. Right. Posting this video, these kids getting bombed, and it's just like, oh my gosh, you know. So feel you, bad for this. Feel bad for this person. 
But are you posting a lot of that stuff? Mm-hmm. You follow on my, I'm pretty quiet on social media. Yeah. I just, sit back and just like things from time right, to time. Exactly. I said, I think more people should. <laughs> right, exactly. Well, there's always some people that just can't shut oh, up. Yeah, they can't. I mean, and they live through social media. Mm-hmm. Which is know? a bad way to live. No, I know. It's something it's, else. People fall into the trap that this thing has 30,000 likes or retweets and now, oh, the whole world must think this, you know, <laughs> but it's not true. How about the price of gasoline? How you feel on that? Oh my gosh. So you don't feel it. Yeah, well because we drive electric <laughs> yeah, vehicles, you, so don't, you don't. So tell me about it. Uh it sucks, especially for some of my age. I don't know how they expect anyone to get around in California right now like working a minimum wage job. Yeah. It's I have a 12-gallon tank, cost me 45 to 50 dollars to fill it up now. Yeah, cuz it's like 4 bucks a gallon, right? Yeah. It's ridiculous. That's like what, if I was still working at Dixie Line, that's like with tax, two, three, like six to seven hours of work. Yeah. <laughs> Something like that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, after you take the taxes out. Yeah, it is. That's a ton. And then <laughs> how long does a full tank last you? 280 miles. So is that like a week or two weeks? Yeah, like right now after COVID, it's like a couple of weeks. Yeah. But if I was driving to Palomar and back every day, hell, that's probably like a, maybe a week. Yeah, that. <laughs> it's, it sucks. Yeah, and your car gets good mi- mileage. Yeah, especially I'm driving manual too. Right, it so helps. you're getting probably at least 25 miles a gallon. Probably. It's like 24, 25 normally. Yeah, exactly. So, are some of your friends really struggling with that? Mm-hmm. I mean, since high school, you know, mm-hmm. majority of the time, I never. It's rare that I fill my tank full. <laughs> right, you know, you're just budgeting. Same with all my friends. I never see people fill their tank full. Yeah. So when you were young, um, this was, you were really young, probably five, six years old. There was a gas shortage and prices were spiking Didn't really bad. Didn't five or something crazy like that? Yeah. Yeah? Wow. And one time, uh, Pete, we had, we had a, uh, remember we had an Odyssey minivan? And Pete, it was parked in a public parking lot. It got siphoned. It got I siphoned. That. Yeah. I mean, it was nuts how expensive gas was. And then I was driving a Silverado Chevy Silverado pickup and my gas oh, tank. Man. I laugh at all the people driving big trucks right now. Oh my God. So my <laughs> gas tank then was like, I think 23 gallons, something like that. It cost me over a hundred dollars to fill it up. And on some of the pumps I would go to, it would, it would climb and it would, maybe it would shut off at 75 bucks or it shut off at a hundred. Cause they're trying to prevent fraud. You should have seen the, you should have seen when we filled up the Dixie line, uh, <laughs> semi truck that we took on a roof. So it was like 500 bucks, something crazy like that. Yeah. It's crazy. So yeah. Yeah, I guess they don't shut those ones off. No. Well, <laughs> well, yeah, depending on where you get yeah. the fuel, but during that time of crisis, cause people were like stealing credit cards and filling up their cars with, with, you know, yeah. You just, and so that's why they were always capping him. That makes sense. Yeah. But I remember that was frustrated as hell. Cause that not only a, was I spending a ton, I full but I couldn't fill it up. And so I had to come back more frequently, mm-hmm. but yeah, gas prices, man, right now it's crazy. And then like, you've been following what's going on, like in the Southeast where that pipeline is shut down and then um, there's, there's ga- like, gas lines. And wasn't there like a hacker? Yeah. And they like, yeah, he, uh, he got paid off, didn't he? Like a few million? It's something like that. And the pipeline company, I think, gave him the money. <laughs> what did he do? He, he's, he's, it's called ransomware, right? What? He just like hacked? And apparently, yeah, some of the other country, they hack it in, they lock the system out. So you have no access to the, the systems or the data. And it was obviously the computer system that not only ran the business, 
but ran the pipeline. I don't know exactly what was going on, but the people That's that so ran crazy. the business, they had no access to it. So, and you, you're never really supposed to give in to these people, but apparently they gave in. To the cyber people? To the, ha- yeah, to the, the ransomware people. I think it was like five million bucks. Jesus. That happened to- That script- was the government paid them off or the I company? don't know who paid. I'm not sure, but I, I heard it was, they got paid off. And that happened here locally in San Diego with Scripps Health. The hospitals, they got ransomwared. Really? Yeah, like a week or two weeks ago. Didn't like uh, a bunch of UCSD's uh, people's data got leaked or something crazy like that? That might have been a separate story. I don't know. Something like that happened at UCSD. But yeah, I mean, this is brutal. Um, But yeah, in the Southeast United States, they've uh, gas shortages, gas lines, like they don't even have gas? Just some places have run out. Have you ever been in a gas line before? Probably not. Besides Costco. <laughs> oh, well, yeah. Well, besides Costco. When I was a young kid, I remember in the 1970s, there was gas rationing. And only like if you had an odd numbered license plate, you went on certain days, an even number on different days. Because they were trying to, you know, essentially reduce demand. Because there wasn't enough supply. Mm. And that's what's happening now, like in Georgia and the Carolinas. I mean, it could be, I mean, as bad as it is here, it could be worse there. Not the price wise, but no. just not having it. Yeah, that's worse. You, but. You, now you're paying four bucks a gallon for gas, right? Roughly. What, how much of that do you think is taxes? Like half. Almost. It's because, dollar twenty a gallon. Because a tank in like New Mexico is like two twenty five. Yeah. So yeah. Like almost half of it. Yeah. It's insane. <laughs> yeah. It's insane. The, the difference in gas prices. Um, couple other comments here. Uh, Pat Johnson says, ask Trevor, how does he feel about the job President Biden is doing? We think about Mr. Uh, Uncle doing Joe. the same thing every other president's done, you know, blow smoke, not really accomplish anything. Right. <laughs> um, I mean, I don't know enough. I think he's done a good job. It feels we got those damn protesters off the corner. <laughs> I don't know. That seems like a victory to me. Um. I think he's done a good job. He's rolled out the vaccine pretty damn well yeah. compared to any other country. Mm-hmm. And of course, people, Trump did that. I don't know. I don't know who did it, but. <laughs> well, the scientists did it. <laughs> well, yeah, but you who know? rolled it out? And, well, yeah. But, but what does the president really do in any aspect, you know, besides he, blow smoke? Yeah, he's symbolic. Not, he's symbolic of a lot of things. I don't know enough. I, didn't he rejoin the, the climate? I like that. <laughs> yeah, the Paris Accord. So for that. Right. <laughs> but um, isn't that like how big business has to like reduce emissions, right? Yeah. Well, they want nations to reduce emissions and then the nations are going to then regulate the businesses to reduce emissions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. But apparently if we had joined the Paris Accord, you know, Trump pulled us out. But if we had stayed in our what we're actually doing, how we're actually performing is better than the benchmarks that would have been set. Well, when, when we pulled out? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because isn't like the whole thing, like it's like a benchmark, but it's not really like proportionate to like, because India and China, I don't, this is what I heard from Zach Doak, so it's okay. the right side, <laughs> that it's not proportionate to India. Right, it's not. In China, that it's like, because they produce way more emissions compared to us. Right, because they're kind of in the same position as America was 100 to 150 years ago. When they were going through, when we were going through the industrial revolution, mm-hmm. so they're a lot more, yeah, coal based, and they're spewing a lot. So they could never 
Well, they could, but if they came down to our level, it would be a dramatic This is what I see a lot of people my age on social media posting about. I don't know if this stat is true. It's like I'm pulling it. I don't know if I'm saying it truthfully. It's like 75% of the world's emissions can be like brought to like 100 companies. Something like that. Yeah, I don't know. It's possible. If that's true, I mean. Well, you know who the greatest um, uh, polluter is in America? It's Cars. Not, huh? Cars. The, the U.S. military. Huh. That makes sense. Yeah. You know, more so than any company. Really? I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah. What are they just all their like rocket fuel? Well, everything, you know? Yeah. <laughs> you know, everything that the military does. Blowing everything out. Huh? Yeah. They, they probably don't have catalytic converters on those tanks. So, <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, I don't know. I mean, are you happy Trump is gone or do you prefer Biden or what, what do you think? I want to say happy Trump is gone. I'm glad that that controversy that trump had when he was there is gone right <laughs> um obviously you support some things he does some things you don't support at all same here mm-hmm. so there's some things that probably like i wish biden took from him that he didn't but um i think i'm think i'm glad that biden i voted for biden proudly will say that okay all right <laughs> and i'm so i wanted him in office okay good all right because <laughs> i i think he He's probably doing a better job with all this COVID stuff than Trump would have. Well, Trump was in denial of it for yeah. so long. Trump wouldn't wear a mask and said it was going to disappear. I, I enjoyed some of his things about what he said, but he just took it too far. In I agree. And he made, it, he made that opinion look stupid. That <laughs> There's data to back some of the stuff he's saying, but he just threw yeah. it out the window. Now you're just an extremist if you think it. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go back here on the live stream. A couple more questions. Pete Neald um, as, uh, says, things to ask college-age people. My number one, internal combustion or electric cars? Which do you prefer? This is a good question. Um, I love your electric cars. I really do. I've always wanted one, honestly, since like you guys have driven them. Tesla's great. Mom's Tesla's great. But ever since I've been driving stick now, <laughs> yeah, I enjoy like... A real engine. So if it were to be like, I had all the money in the world right now, I'd, I'd probably still get a, a combustion car. Right. Would it be an automatic or a manual transfer? Manual. Yeah. So this is a great story because when <laughs> you, you learn to drive on an automatic and then we got the car, I got a car with a stick shift and it was in between two of my electric cars mm-hmm. and then you inherited that car. Mm-hmm. And you didn't like the oh, stick shift. I hated shift it at first. I hated it for like the whole first year. I just only come around on me recently. Uh-huh. But now I like, yeah. Nice. Okay. And then uh, Pete goes on to say driverless or do you like the whole, what's your thought on driverless cars? I like the idea, but I mean, it goes back to the aspect of now I enjoy like driving more. So right. I want to drive my own car probably. Yeah. Okay. I don't, it's not the fact that I don't trust them. I think the technology, I think the technology is probably good enough right now that we could probably roll out. Well, this is, this is something cars. that Elon Musk gets a lot of crap about because he has the self-driving cars and then people take it too far. They like read a book or they fall asleep while they're driving oh, and yeah. then they crash and they die. Yeah. But that's like, it's like an assist, isn't it? Not yeah. Like self-driving. It's like self-assist. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, I'm sure there's some legal clarification, but um, yeah, I feel like only for that to work, everybody would have to be in one, you know, for that to yeah. really work. And then I think if they, if it's like that, then I think all the cars will have sensors and they'll communicate that'd amongst be like themselves. Like slot car tracks on the freeway. Exactly. Yeah, that'd be kind of cool. Weren't they talking about doing? that? I remember that being a thing a long time ago. Like they're going to put magnets or something underneath the roads. 
That was <laughs> part of the um, when they you know the 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 carpool lane down the middle of the fifteen. That was the rumor that they were going to put in some yeah, technology, yeah. and they were going to test like magnets underneath, so you could take your hands off, and it would self drive you. But I guess I don't know if that was real or if it was a rumor or what the deal was. I like the idea, but I also don't see the need. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess you could see the need of automobile accidents, but I think it's a part of life now. Yeah. <laughs> that everyone should. I'm looking forward to road tripping, like just driving yeah. far now. Good. You instilled that on me. <laughs> so let's go back here. A couple more questions. Pat Johnson, Scripps is still down. They won't pay the ransomware cost. Well, so how much is the ransomware cost, Pat? Do you know? Um, that's something. Yeah, when when these these companies they just essentially seize that's a computer crazy. system. It's not a comp- is, is it just a dude? It's just well, like a random hacker well, guy. Well, it's supposedly <laughs> I don't know about Scripps, but the one with the the uh, Chinese government. No, no, well, it's Russia. <laughs> it's Russia is the one that's okay. done the, the pipeline in in uh, the in this eastern part of the United States, but it's supposedly not connected with the Russian government. So supposedly just some rogue hackers. Have busted in. So that's cyber warfare. Ten million. Um, is what he said. What about he said uh, ten million? Ten million. Oh yeah. my god. Okay, that's just for scripts. I mean, how in the hell can a hospital function? How in the hell would a hospital let someone cyber hack then? Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's I, what. That's a job industry. Well, cyber you, you would think that healthcare data would be the most valuable thing yeah it'd be most protected because of all the privacy issues hipaa or- hipaa exactly <laughs> but um it's crazy you know that just goes to show you though how many people are improving on the on the with computers and just their, and the what's the word knowledge for computers just constantly growing oh unbelievable at yeah. a fake rate where obviously some of the biggest companies can't even keep up with some random dudes in a basement in exactly russia exactly you know so you know it's just hell i mean if, if you're a company that gets you know your your data seized like that pete neal says uh, my wife's hospital stay at scripps two days 36 hours was an adventure of living in the 1970s again you know like pre-computer oh really like so he stayed in there and there weren't there were no computers working? Well, not well, this is the 1970s. I mean, there well, were, he's saying it, it, it felt like the 70s. It I felt thought. like the 70s. Yeah. yeah, so I think everything is like, you know, triple hand-written. form, handwritten. It's like when the damn power would go out, Mama Cella is, and we'd have to do the <laughs> the cards thing where you like stamp oh, yeah. it almost or whatever it is. That's old school. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's really old school. Yeah, I did that. You did? Yeah. Mama Cella's. Okay. Now, did you enjoy that job? Yeah. I don't know, enjoys like the correct word, but I think it was a solid job. Perfect yeah. job for my scenario in high school, so yeah, I enjoyed it. Yeah, Mama Cellas and Rancher Bernardo. It was only like nights, you know, so I didn't interfere with school, and they were flexible with my baseball schedule, so it was perfect. Yeah, it was perfect. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good for you. Um, what else? What do we? What else have we not covered? Not much. My life. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like what? So. What have you been up to? What, what's been like top of mind for you these days? Moving out in two weeks. Yeah. You looking <laughs> forward to Moving to Oklahoma that? in two weeks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Very much so. All right. So t- tell the audience about what your plan is. Moving to Norman, Oklahoma in two weeks to go to the University of Oklahoma. It's going to be a Sooner. Boomer Sooner, yes. <laughs> so t- you, you were recently in Oklahoma. T- tell me the trip. What did, what, how is Oklahoma different than California? flat <laughs> okay uh flat 
spread out is how I like to explain it, you know. Um, everything's spread out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I mean, I went during like dormant season, I guess, for the grass, so it was very brown. Right. <laughs> it was very brown. Um, like two lane freeways everywhere. <laughs> right. You know, just wasn't a small city. I was in like Oklahoma City and Tulsa, but I got like small city vibes, you know, just being in Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. Definitely more country, you could just tell. The way the home, homes are styled. Right. Um, a lot more, uh, I don't know if wealth's the right term, it seems like. Really? Or not more or less, sorry. Not like, it seems like, I don't know if this is the right wording of it. It just seems like here everything's like so upkept and like perfect. <laughs> Like so manicured. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To like fit an image. Like in the Maybe that's just because we live in Poway. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, there, you know, it just seems like more rural. Yeah. <laughs> I enjoyed it. Kind of middle America. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. Because it is middle America yeah. at its finest. But no masks. No masks is the big thing. Yeah. They didn't give a damn. Bucky's. Have you ever been to Bucky's? No, what's Bucky's? They have like, I don't know, like 50 gas pumps. It's. It's literally, it's like a Walmart inside. It's insane. It's as big as a Walmart inside too. It's like a, it's a corner store, I guess, or a gas station. Technically, you pull a picture on your computer. It's insane. They just built one in Daytona. And when we flew in and we were driving Katie Martins and she was like, you guys see this? And it's like 50 uh, pumps and I had to pee really bad. So we pulled over. I walk in like the sliding utopia of like gas stations you know it's like the candies the souvenirs <laughs> they got like restaurant not like restaurants but like fast food places yeah. places that are like cranking out like brownies and like sundays and like, like really this is the greatest thing ever one of the greatest things <laughs> these things exist in oklahoma these and qt quick trips qts what's that Another gas station. That's okay. literally on every corner in Oklahoma. Every corner. And it's smaller. It's like a normal size gas station. But they're on every corner. Like every corner. And they are like gas station food heaven. Like we were just in there like late at <laughs> you night. You associate gas station food and heaven. <laughs> I don't go together. We're not gas station food, but like, you know, the gas station munchies. You yeah, know? yeah, Like I know the you candy, mean. the yeah. drinks. Yeah. Because we went there like and... I just got like some like candy, maybe a drink, and then my my buddy Zach and his friend walk out. They got like milkshakes. I was like, "You <laughs> got that in there?" Like, yeah, they make them. They make like pretzels, soft pretzels, and like all this stuff. They really? Do, and the Bucky's they do that tenfold. Really? Oh yeah. These, oh. That's middle. That's like Texas. I remember when we were in Dallas, when we were uh, we were there for Jack service, and we were um, at a house in Dallas of one of the New Mexico women's soccer players mm-hmm. family. All the New Mexico guys and girls were there. Just hanging out. And she was talking to us and her country accent she, oh, you gotta go to the Bucky's. Like, you gotta go to the Bucky's. <laughs> so we checked it out. We're like, holy, you know. <laughs> now I'm excited. I want to check this out. Your next road trip, you gotta stop. You've probably driven by one. Driving to New Mexico, I think. Really? Probably. I don't think there are any New Mexico or Arizona. It's definitely like a Texas, Oklahoma thing for sure. Really? You know, everything's bigger, you know? Yeah, that's right. They got like, it's insane how many gas pumps they have. A <laughs> um, couple of other comments um, from Pete Neal. Uh, the TVs were operational. Um, all the dedicated instruments were okay, but no computer systems, no cell phones, no Wi-Fi. And then Pat Johnson says, great show. It's interesting hearing Trevor's perspective. So all good. 
Yeah, so I'm I'm actually looking forward to you, you know, looking forward to you, you know, going to Oklahoma. I think it's great. You can wrap up your bachelor's degree there, but I want to visit you there because yeah. <laughs> uh, Oklahoma is one of the eleven states I have yet to visit. So I can check that one off my list. Yeah, <laughs> I mean Norman's like kind of you know probably not your cup of tea, but. I mean, there's yeah. some things to do for sure. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm looking forward time. to it. So two weeks, man, you don't have much time left in Poway. Yeah, I'm running around, it seems like, every day to do things to yeah. get done. What are you going to miss most about Poway? Uh, either the, the people, the weather. <laughs> right. The, like, kind of, well, I don't know if it's, like, solitude. You know, you're out here in Poway, you know. <laughs> well, do you remember, like, when you were little, we used to always say Poway is it's like a bubble. a bubble. Yeah. Do you believe that? That's what I'm saying. It's like the solitude. Yeah. I totally, 100% believe Poway is a bubble, and a lot of people in high school are caught in it. <laughs> so describe that to me. What do you mean by that's that? That's what I think a lot of people, this is going back to our earlier discussion about the Black and PSD page, we're just stuck in this bubble. Right. Of... This happened here, so it must be true of everything of USD and mm-hmm. the Poway bubble is is like people get stuck here. I don't know if stuck here. People don't like grow up here and like live here, but it's like people think like the only things that are going on in Poway, like things that happen in Poway, like affect their whole life, like type uh-huh. thing. You know, like I don't know how to explain it. It's just rare you see people. Not rare. It's not rare at all. But some people are caught in like the Poway bubble, where they just think like. Oh, these like this little bad experience that I had at Powell High School my sophomore year on September sixth with yeah. this teacher. This city is awful, you know, <laughs> and just it's the Poway bubble. It's like these minor inconveniences, and they don't see the whole big picture because Poway just is an amazing city that we've been gifted to as kids. See, that's <laughs> what I when I made the comment to you about that. What I meant is is that. Poway is like a utopia. Oh, for like growing up, you know, it's ridiculous. It's it's you know, generally speaking, relatively That's safe. Form a Poway bubble, you be you perform, you just think everybody's life is like this yes. growing up, but it's but not. then when you go to other parts of the country, it's like oh, this is very different than Poway. Oh, yeah, I mean, we lived. I know this is probably gonna sound wrong saying it to you, like a seventies like TV show. Now growing up, I was biking to my friend's house and <laughs> all this, and you know, doing this and that, like. Uh, live like two minutes for my buddies you know that we could go out and walk the streets at night and you know i could bike from place to place it doesn't matter like it's just power and right. you know you know where all your friends live and our parents knew each other like growing up like yeah. all that it's something you don't get many places else no because of the bubble though that's because of the bubble <laughs> it's like so a it bubble. Has its pros and cons yeah i mean so I, I remember when you guys were little we would you would say you know you go visit some other people here in town and there's a lot of people with a lot of money in Poway. Oh, yeah. And, and then, you know, we'd say, you know, this isn't like other parts of the country. You know, you go to other parts of the uh, United States and but it's Poway, I think, has a unique mix of extreme wealth and then middle class and maybe even some lower class, too. I, I think true. a lot of people don't get, too. Well, there is. And, and, and I think that's part of the diversity, maybe a little bit of blend. That, yes. The, the diversity that people don't. Like to recognize it. Some people see it as um, not just diversity, but as division. You know, because some people make a big deal. Anyone. North North Poway versus South. It was a joke. It was a damn joke that we'd always like screw with people. But I mean, I'm friends with people from South (laughs) Poway and North Poway and Mm -hmm. coming from all different walks of life. Yeah. And you got that here. You didn't get one walk. Like a lot of other places, it's. One walk of life, you know, all the kids that were pretty similar kind of statues and 
values and but like especially in like places like Oklahoma, Texas, you know, those neighborhoods are deep and like they're all pretty similar. Right. That's what I noticed in Oklahoma too. Like everything's the same, you know, like probably each house is the same price yeah. and like you know, probably the same kind of income in each house. Mm-hmm. Same kind of values. But here in Powell, I feel like you got it all. <laughs> right. It is. It's a big range. We got all the religions. We have a Mormon church, <laughs> the synagogue, all that. Yeah. We have, you don't see that elsewhere, man. No. I mean, I can't believe I think believe it's an how. insane mix that we have here that people don't recognize necessarily. Well, the number of, I'll call it, places of worship in Poway. It's ex- a lot. Yeah, I notice that every time yes. I drive through. Well, you know, yeah, like going down Pomerado Road, you know, some of it's in Rancho Bernardo, but in Pomerado Road and along Twin Peaks. Poway Road. There's that Poway. one right where Pomerado Poway meets, right? There's a church right there. It's yeah. Across from the kick. I saw the kickboxing people today. Oh, you did? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Were they out on the, uh, on the deck? Mm, yeah. That's cool. I like that. <laughs> they had like the PA going, mm-hmm. music pumping. But there's a church right across the street from there. Right? Isn't that kind of up that hill? There's like that restaurant and there's also like a church, I'm pretty sure. I don't know. There might be. Yeah. Yeah. And then we got the church right off Stone Canyon I always forget about. Oh, yeah. That's kind of tucked away <laughs> there. You, I yeah. always forget that it, exists. Yeah. And because, are... you know, the one time I didn't forget it exists, I was driving, took it right up Pomerado. I forgot something. You can cut up through that, that preschool. You take it right at the preschool. It'll drop you right back on Stone Canyon. It will. Mm-hmm. Nice. It wraps around. Okay, well, that's good to know. <laughs> yeah, so if you turn right in Pomerado, or I don't know, something's really backed up on that part of Stone Canyon, you could take a right and mm-hmm. go down. But I think I, you, you touched on a good point. I think this is something that's special about Poway is because there is a lot of diversity. And people like to say, well, it's mostly white people to live in Poway. But it's all about skin color for diversity. It, exactly. So there's a diversity of income, of religion. Compared to most of the PUSD schools, though, our diversity in skin color was high, too. In my opinion. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know if that's factual, but I, I'm pretty sure, yeah. <laughs> it's becoming more diverse. Yeah, absolutely. You know, um, I had a get, two guests on here, gosh, just a couple of years ago um, from the interfaith community. And it's this organization that brings all the religions in Poway together so that people can learn. Interesting. So, so a Baptist can learn with the, about the Jews and the Jews can learn that's about. smart. I know. Yeah. And get them all together. Yeah. And. They discover they have a lot more in common than they are different. It's very powerful. A lot, a lot of parts of the world should take that into yeah. account right well, now. Especially in Israel and yeah. Palestine right now, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But when you go to Oklahoma, you're not going to see much of that. Mm-mm. It's only Christianity out there. Yeah, exactly. It's going to be a lot different. That's not a really huge thing in my life, so mm-hmm. I don't think it'll be that affecting on me. This is great. So uh, a couple more comments here. And from Pete, um, I will wait patient. I will patiently wait for Trevor's takeaway from a two-hour visit to the Oklahoma City Memorial. I want to know the feeling that comes over him. You know what he's talking about? Oh, uh, the the bombing memorial. Yeah, hmm. yeah. I didn't. I, I was there. I should have seen it. Honestly, so that happened. I think in the 1990s is when uh, the side of a federal building there was just blown up. That's sad. Wasn't it some radical? Religious ideal problem, no? No, what it was, if I remember, who was the guy? Timothy McVeigh was the guy that did it. And in the, in, in the mid-90s, 
you, ever, you remember David Koresh? When we talked about him, remember in, in Waco? Mm-hmm. And he had that compound. Mm-hmm. And then oh, the, mm-hmm. the federal government. That's in, a great movie. show. Uh, hmm? Have you you've seen the show, right? Yeah. 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 It was on Netflix, mm-hmm. right? Wasn't great it? Great show. Yeah. yeah. It was very interesting. But the, the, the federal government came in and, you know, basically firebombed his compound. And, you know, there's a lot of controversy about what happened there and everything. Well, anyways, a lot of people were pissed off about that. And um, and so Timothy McVeigh and his the group he organized had a truck. They got some kind of fertilizer. It was a truck, yeah, wasn't it? And, and he drove the truck with the fertilizer bomb into the building. And it's like, I don't know, like a 10 or 15 story building. And it blew the face of the whole building off. My goodness. It was awful. Yeah, wow. Yeah, so there's a memorial there, so that'd be worth checking out. Absolutely. And when I come and visit you, I want to see that as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pete, you probably have been there, Pete, because you probably drove through that area on your cross-country trip. Uh, Pat Johnson said, the North-South Poway thing is just old, us old gray-haired people. No, yeah. it's, su- it's super alive. <laughs> um, but there's it, It's super alive in the Poway, young Poway community, I'd say. It's just jokes. But for you, it's a joke. There, but for some people, it's very political. Because they think the North Poway gets all these special privileges, and they're building all this construction on oh, South okay, Poway. I see. I see. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. The why in the hell are they putting these three-story condominiums off of Stone Canyon Road, or off of, you know, or putting them into, you Blue know, the, the Stone Ridge, you know, That's building true. there? They are though, aren't they? Well, they're going to build houses, but it's all one story, you know. So they're not building these multi-unit Poway Road. Yeah. I don't know, but um. It's just a joke. And no, for you guys, it's a joke. But for some other people, I'm saying it, it's a it's real like, serious thing. Well, it's just like funny. You know, you're like, oh, like, oh, come hang out at my house. It's like, oh, you're a South Poway kid. You know, I got to drive like 20 minutes. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's whatever, you know. Well, we used to be South Poway. Yeah, I know. That's why it's funny for me because I have, I was just at Tyler Chun's house yesterday. I don't know if you know, they lived in Garden Road. I they did. drove through Garden Road yesterday. Right yeah. yeah. I mean, we, and there's some. Guys like whipping around on little, some little guys ripping around on pit bikes. I was like, that was me, like Grant Bass. So, uh, you know. You really? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So, um, it was good times. We, I missed that area a little. Yeah. I do a lot. Would have been cool growing up there, too. Probably. I agree. <laughs> but it'd be different. Different. You know? The block parties. The block parties were fun. <laughs> you got to know your neighbors more. Exactly. That's what we don't hear. Yeah. Our neighbors are like, they live in a, you know, foreign land. Yeah. It's all, yeah. It's, it's like, it's very different here. Uh, but there's benefits to it as well. Yeah. So, so my friends live in two doors down. It's like a 10 minute bike ride. <laughs> so you excited about your computer? Very extremely. All right. I just, Oh, it's great. <laughs> so so t- tell the audience what you did and what you learned. I learned a lot. So I have a gaming desktop computer <laughs> and I was upgrading the core processing unit, the CPU I was taking a basically a second generation, putting in a third generation processor because I have a third generation's graphics card. Right. Well, how much do you want me to explain about well, this? No, but just just you know, just give me the, the, the overview. You know, the overview go- basically put it in, and since it's not gonna like be your normal laptop core processor or anything, that these run hot because <laughs> you're playing video games with high graphics. So you uh, install a coolant fan, which goes smack against it. Just whole technology with copper, yada, mm-hmm. yada, yada. So basically, I took my old cooler off, my old CPU off, put in the new CPU, which is a $300 two-inch by two-inch square. Right. <laughs> you know, it's just crazy. I mean, when I held that in my hand, I was like, mm-hmm. wow, <laughs> they're heavy, too. And put that in, literally just to latch it in, 
then you put the thermal paste on it. We um, tried to put in the fan they gave us. It didn't work. We needed a special bracket for the motherboard or the computer. So we tried installing my friend's fan, which technically wasn't for my CPU. It didn't work because the bracket on the back or the bracket on the front was pushing it too high. So there was no contact between the fan and the CPU. So then I brought it, I waved my white flag over <laughs> when I was in over my head now because I didn't know what to do. Brought it into my computer repair today. Took my old coolant that I thought wasn't working that well, cleaned it out, installed it back in, and it works. And it's great. <laughs> it's good. <laughs> it's fantastic. It's like games I couldn't even run that were probably like, you know, imagine if this was all just like hitchy pixely graphic yeah. you know you can't play a game like mm-hmm. that that were running less than 30 fps that i literally only, i've only had time to just like try one game i was running at 140 like it's just awesome <laughs> right on yeah awesome so you know for me it's easy as a parent if i wanted to give you crap about spending time playing video games but you know i, I waste enough time doing other things on computers <laughs> i'm i really like the fact that you tore the computer apart yeah that was crazy and you i mean it's just like working on a car right a lot exactly, of yeah. a lot of people you know when that's they're young I, yeah. they take an engine apart and they put it back together and you learn a ton I, that's exactly what happened i took my computer apart probably for real the first time yesterday right scary <laughs> it is you, know, yeah. you put a lot of money into it you don't want to you don't want to break it yeah so that's great that you learned a lot mm-hmm. it was frustrating as hell right oh yeah when it didn't work i mean we were because we had to get a replacement fan, and we had to change brackets, and we were like, oh, we finally got it installed. And then you start the computer, it starts for five minutes, I load one thing, and poof, it turns off. Like, oh, my God. <laughs> What's wrong? You know, it's not like it's going to tell you. It's That's not like good. it's got a voice. Um, Pete Neal says, I was shocked at my reaction to the memorial. As you walk, as you walk it around the reflecting pool and then the chairs, the impact of the environment and motivation is surprising. So the chairs, were those at one chair for every person that was killed? Or was it one chair for every child that was in the, there was a daycare that blew up. Damn. That was part of it. Um, I think I remember hearing about that. Yeah. So, um, and that's in Oklahoma when City. Was that? It was like in the mid to late 90s when that happened. Um, I can't remember the exact year. But, it, you know, Waco, I think, happened 93. So that was because 94. of Waco is what you're yes. saying. Okay. Yeah. Wow. The guy that did it was angry at what happened at Waco. But he wasn't at Waco, though. No. <laughs> because he was like, you know, we have freedom of a religion in this country, mm-hmm. and these people should it's have true. been able to practice their religion. <laughs> and he was upset at the government. And so then he took out his rage on a government building in Oklahoma City. But I can't remember what department that building was. I think it might have just been any random government building. That's, but, that's I mean, God, I mean, how many people lost their lives? Yeah, innocent. That had nothing to do with that. Nothing at all. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, you get a good chance to check that out. Maybe you can go to a Thunder game. That'd be cool. Yeah, I mean, they, they stink now, too. They, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Who, who's left playing for them? Nobody. <laughs> yeah. They took gone. away Chris Paul. Chris Paul was the last one left, and they took and away Chris Paul. he's with Phoenix now, Yeah, right? he got the one seed. Do you see that? One? Yeah. <laughs> Devin Booker, he's a baller. Phoenix has been so bad for so long. Yeah, they just needed one more guy for Booker, and they got him. And they have Ayton. They have DeAndre Ayton. Oh, yeah, too. yeah. He played at U of A. Mm-hmm. He's good. Wow. You know who did really well at the Magic game was Mo Bamba. Mo Bamba. Right on. Do you know the song Mo Bamba? No. It's a huge 
a popular song, like a really gigantically popular song for people my age at like a party. Right on. Yeah. Now I don't know Mo Bamba. But is but this is a song about the basketball player? It like mentions his name like Abby Ballin. <laughs> like that. It doesn't really mention him, but that's right. It's like a they're the guy, the rapper that made it, and Mo were from like the same place. So. Oh, okay. So they're just, they know each other. So, so they're shouting out to yeah. the other guy. Okay. It was like right after you got drafted. <laughs> right. Or right before you. Got Where did drafted. he go to college? Texas. Texas. I remember that name when he was playing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So well, now it's horns down. Yeah, because now you're now you're going to be a Sooner fan. I have to hate Texas now. Like I didn't already. <laughs> <laughs> so what's going to happen when like Oklahoma plays San Diego State? You're gonna you're you're a boomer Sooner now. When Oklahoma plays San Diego State, do we? Well, they played each other in the NCAA oh, tournament basketball, in yeah. basketball. I mean, uh, I'm going to root for Oklahoma. Yeah, yeah, you got it. That's your that's your team. They're looking pretty. They hired a new coach. I know that the basketball team, right? <laughs> And then you're telling me about the football coaches are like gods. Oh, they're gods, yeah. They live in a palace right across the the road from the football stadium, literally. They live in this mansion, like right across the street from the, like surrounded by college housing. Just this, it just stands out like a sore, not like a sore thumb, it's obviously beautiful, but it just stands out. It's just, boom, that's Lincoln Riley's house. Because usually it's like the chancellor or the president yeah, exactly. of the university. They have one too, though. that's insane. For so the it's president. the president and then, and then the, football coach. and the football coach. The football coach is up here, though. The president's down here. Really? In the rank, for sure. Okay, well, you know, his name's Lincoln Riley. Yeah. Maybe you can get tickets. Maybe you get some special privilege. No relation, but you know. I'm sure there's not another Riley there at that well, school or anything. if we trace the family history back, maybe we can find some linkage somewhere. Maybe. Maybe. All right. So two weeks, man. Coming up quick. It is. I got to start packing. <laughs> or yeah, getting organized or going through some of your stuff. Oh, I already did it once. Um, Pete Neal says, a gaming PC is the best thing for high tech work. Anything data or graphically intensive, which brings up the question, what is Trevor's major? Business. Business. Business undecided on a focus that could be in information systems. Or like supply chain or marketing. I haven't decided yet. Right. Good. But what? um no, yeah, definitely a gaming PC. When you look up the whole CPU thing, there's like three things they define it by, I think. And it's just like um gaming performance, and like overall speed, and then workstation like performance for like working. Like if you're gonna use it for like graphic design, stuff yeah. like you need like a really good or if like heavy video editing, mm-hmm. stuff like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you're learning a lot about this. This mm-hmm. is good. I mean, I, I'm. I know you went through hell. Yeah, you know, it sucks. But I mean, you have to. But you learn. I mean, again, it's just like you know yeah. taking apart your car. So Pete, I think uh, you know Trevor's probably he has the computer equivalent. I of did. A I I used to be a computer science major too. Uh huh. But that <laughs> that's a lot of work. It is. I I was doing it while playing baseball though. <laughs> D one baseball. D division one baseball. Yeah. Once I went to my engineering calculus teacher and handed him my baseball schedule and said, "Here are the dates I'm going to miss." And he said, "You're responsible for everything you miss." I was like, "I can't do it." You know? Yeah. Like, well, you can't. I'm literally about to miss like ten days, twelve days a semester, bro. Like some of them might be tests. Like who the hell knows? Like yeah. Probably more than that. I probably miss more than that. I don't know. It depends. Well, I mean, how many division one athletes? Are computer science majors none? Yeah. I mean, not none, but there's few. nobody at New Mexico. I was the only out of the forty man roster. There's only two of us in engineering, and then I quit. <laughs> so there's only one because it's just. I mean, it's, it's just possible. logistically impossible. Possible. 
unless you want to be there for six. But the thing is, like, unless you want to be there, but you have to stay eligible. So you have to stay like, a certain amount of classes. So, oh, so brutal. You have to take the hard classes. Yeah. And you can't drop any classes. Mm-hmm. You got to just. You That's gotta, what was my problem with calculus. Like, I was like, look, I can't take this class. They're like, well, you need to take this class and you need to take it now to stay eligible. And you also need to take it to take this class next semester. Right. Yeah. So, so yeah, if you didn't, it's take like it, once you're in the engineering train, like you're locked in. Yeah. So you see, you get out early, you, you're all in. Crazy. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, I'm just happy that you're, you have choices ahead of you. You know, if it's computer science, if it's engineering, if it's business, you know, with an IT focus, supply chain focus, marketing focus, man, you're going to figure it out when you get out there. You're going to meet new people. You're going to learn new things and, you're going to try things and, and decide you like it or not like it. You know? Yeah. It's uh, it's all good. We're going to miss you, man. <laughs> I'll miss you guys. Yeah. You okay. Guys we'll finally be empty nesters again. Yeah, we'll be empty nesters again. Okay, you want to wrap this bad boy up? It's up to you. I think so. I think we can keep talking, well, of I, course. I mean, I'm trying to go through my list of everything <laughs> we've talked about. Um, look, there's a couple other things I think I'll bring up. We talked about Biden and Trump. We talked about COVID, gas, Social media. Talk about Matt Gates. You weren't really paying attention. Have you been following the Liz Cheney thing? No. Who's that? That's like a battle within the Republican Party for leadership. And she- oh yeah, I I followed uh, Amash on yeah on Twitter after I listened to his. It's a good podcast. It's Yang and Amash. Amash was my favorite guy when he uh, ran, he, and he didn't run in twenty twenty. I would, he dropped out, but he Yang and Amash. Great. Yeah, had a podcast together. But um, I saw him tweet about how they they voted. A new leader for their party or something like that, yeah. and it was not a good, according to him, not a good, effectless, effectless. I think is the word. Well, he they used. they got rid of Cheney, Liz Cheney. The, she was a daughter of the former vice president um, that was vice president under Bush, but she was critical of of Trump. Yeah, didn't he? Didn't she vote to like impeach him? Yeah, and, and she was she, the leader of the Republican Party. Well, the Republican. I think one of the leaders in the House of Representatives, mm, but the they're House. in the minority, right? Because the Democrats have really Pelosi. Were they the minority when Trump was there? Um, I think for part of the time, yes, and part of the time, no. So um, in the four years, because... All I know is McConnell's name, Mitch McConnell, right? Right. He's the Senate majority leader, <laughs> yeah. and he's a Republican. So Republicans, well, it's 50-50 in the Senate, right? But anyways, this Liz Cheney, she was outspoken against Trump. She was outspoken against the... You know, the big lie, you know what the big lie is that the that the that the um, election was fraudulent. Uh, I've never heard it called that. (laughs) Yeah. And that the Republicans claiming that, you know, Biden really didn't win. Trump really won. But there was fraud in the way the votes were collected. Oh, yeah. And then there was like the whole deal of like, are you going to support that story as a Republican? Yeah. Yeah. And so Cheney was, um, you know, was calling that out. And so the Republicans said, we got to get rid of her. And so they got rid of she didn't call the election fraud. Right. Oh, man. And, and she wouldn't bend a knee to Trump. Get the hell out. It's crazy. I have literally never I've not heard a word from Trump since he's been off Twitter. I have never seen a video of him saying anything recently. You, you'll see little bits and pieces. But I, I haven't. Yeah, I haven't. But it's not on Twitter. Yeah, because that's where I normally used to yeah. seeing him. Um, that's a lot. Like you, People got to understand that like a lot of the political ideals for a lot of kids my age are based on what a lot of these politicians post on social media oh god yeah then like yeah you know, you shouldn't care about their social media like, look at what they've done but like a lot of kids are not kids young adults yeah. are 
that's what they care about a lot is what are they doing on social media? What are they promoting? Who are they supporting? Yeah. <laughs> I saw a thing like some people freaking out about Rihanna was, uh, was supporting Israel. And I saw all these girls. Oh, my God. How could she? Like people picking sides. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because everything's politicized. Mm-hmm. And and that's a problem. I mean, when I was growing up, I mean, there was politics existed, but nothing like now. That's now, what everyone sees. Everyone yeah. sees things through a political lens. Everything. And the crazy part is, is that if you are not lined up with the blue team or the red team, you're like oh, moderate, sh- independent, <sighs> um, then they don't know how to handle you. Mm-hmm. Right. If you kind of agree a little bit yeah, with one side, like, a little I feel bit like I'm wrong. You know, I feel like I'm doing people wrong by agreeing with this, <laughs> agreeing with that. It's like, yeah, but, you know, you, you should I'm just, just you do you, man, you know, believe in what you believe. But a lot of people instead, they're, they're, it's tribal. Right. Yeah. I mean, I'm technically a registered Democratic voter, but I don't associate with I can form my own damn opinion. I don't associate with the whole party. Right. Exactly. You know, I don't know. I like I I don't know. This might sound bad. <laughs> I became I like I became a Democratic voter because I thought their options were just better. <laughs> right. Not even like their political ideals or what I aligned with. I just like what they brought to the table compared to what the Republicans brought right. to the table. Just the people. <laughs> Who was your favorite candidate um, when we were in the primary season? Yang. Yang. Why did you like Andrew Yang? He was personable. He was an entrepreneur. Mm hmm. It seemed like he actually understood the basic man. I don't know if that's the best way to explain yeah. it. But um, he was like, felt like he was more in like touched with the world, you know, like he, he enjoyed sports mm-hmm. and he, um, he had like, like what you, I know you enjoy. He had, this is it. This is my plan. And like, I had everything listed out. Yeah. Like you can see any opinion of his on any to- topic and he's not afraid to tell you why. And this is like, obviously I don't agree with everything he supports <laughs> and you're never going to be able yeah. to, but, um, now he's running for New York mayor. You see that? Yeah. He looks he, like he's going to win, too. Amazing. Yeah, that's great. But I just like, well, this is like, why don't you love Trump? But I like the whole entrepreneur. I hate lifetime politicians. <laughs> yeah, and that's, I think that's part of the reason Trump got elected. Yeah. Is because he wasn't a lifetime politician. But, you know, I, I agree. I like Yang out, out of all those options on the Democratic field. He was one of my favorites. Um, but I love, like, to your point, he, he laid it all out. He goes, this is my belief on everything. He even took a stand like on WWE, on wrestling. Yeah. And it's just, I mean, just he was just more down to earth. He would knew like, like, I think the best way, like more politicians would be like, this is how I know I'm going to do it. It's probably not going to work. Yeah. <laughs> but we're going to figure out how to work with this. <laughs> right. That's the model. Yeah. Right. It, like not everything's going to work the way you want it to work. <laughs> so the Yang Amash podcast, is that Yang's podcast? Mm-hmm. And Amash was the guest. Mm-hmm. What did you like about Amash? It was like someone on the inside, you know, that had the moderate view that right. was not afraid to call out each side. You right. know, like the Republicans are doing this, but the Democrats are also doing it too. And like, it's all BS, you know, yes. like seeing it from the, the whole, he, like he always like constitution view to it. Yeah. Like I'm, oh geez, I'm the middle party and like, Mm-hmm. These people are messing up. These people are also messing up. <laughs> right. Which I, is the truth. It is. I and mean, that's why I thought Amash was just a breath of fresh air. I mean, I really liked him as a as a candidate. Um, but he ended up not running. I'm hopeful he's going to run yeah, in 2024. Yeah, I saw he didn't run. But he, he wow. remember, he was a Republican. And then in, on um, July 1st of 2019, he declared his independence 
from the Republican Party, and, and he became an independent. He was like the only one, right? Uh, there might have been a couple of others. Uh, I think Bernie Sanders is independent, although he's in the Senate. Um, but he's kind of aligned with the Democrats. Yeah, um, but uh, um, Amash was independent. And then uh, right around 2020, um, he flipped and he joined the Libertarian Party. Because mm-hmm. that's really where he belonged the mm-hmm. whole time, you know, politically. But like, that hinders you, doesn't it, being well, part yeah. of that party? Well, yeah, if you're a third party, I mean, you're the system's rigged against you. But you can win like a House seat in like a third party, right? Like or a well, Senate seat? Y- no. You can, but it's hard. I don't think it's ever been done. I mean, but Bernie, an independent can? But if you have the name of someone like Bernie Sanders, yeah. you can. But the system is rigged for Republicans and Democrats. Yeah, that's the, my least favorite part about all politics is the two-party yeah. system. Yeah, I mean, because like, you know, when you have the presidential debates in October, there's only two people show, on the stage, yeah. right? They're all a clown show, those debates. I love watching them. It's just like theater, you know, and it's entertainment for me. It's ridiculous. But it is crazy. I just think it's ridiculous to form your opinion about a president off like a a stage interview. But a lot of people do. Yeah. With formatted questions with formatted responses. Yeah. And (laughs) and, and rehearsed one-line zingers. Uh It's all. You're right. It's theater. It's theater. (laughs) Now, are you following the California governor race? No. No? Okay, so you know there's the recall of Gavin Newsom. Mm-hmm. I think they should. I support that. I think Newsom's been... What do you not like about Newsom? He's been strict as hell for no reason, it seems like. I don't know. Mm-hmm. He's been like strict just because, you know, we're California, and we can be. And we're right. going to be the liberal state. And it's just like, we have, oh, we've just been so... It's just like every other state like looks at us as like the benchmark for strict restrictions. Yes. You know, like here's California numbers compared to Texas that opened up. We're always the strict benchmark restriction. And he just was never clear with what he was saying. I know like CIF was bugging him to make a decision and he just kept pushing it off the sports. Like who right. gives shit? I'm not going to talk about it. We're locked down. We're locked down. We're locked down. And it seems like all he wanted to do. And he got caught going to his own damn restaurant. Yeah. And his, but, apparently his winery stayed open like the whole time. Right. Right. It's true. And, I don't know. He just, he just, I think he just got put into a spotlight of what all politicians do, but he got put into a spotlight because all the COVID things. Yeah. And I think he's out of touch with reality. I agree. But he comes from a political family and he's a, I think like a cousin or a nephew of Nancy Pelosi. Really? I think I saw something like that. Yeah. They're, they're related. Um, Awful. So you're a Democrat. But you are supportive of removing Gavin Newsom. Yes. Okay. Do you know who's running against him? You know how it's lining up? No. Isn't it like, isn't it like another kind of Arnold Schwarzenegger? Well, you know, it's Caitlyn Caitlyn Jenner. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Right? That's one of them. That's the for real candidate. For real candidate. Yeah. Caitlyn Jenner. So, and she's getting all the attention because Caitlyn Jenner. I don't think she'll win, but who the hell knows at this point. Then the other one is um, Kevin Faulkner, who's the former mayor of San Diego. We liked him, right? I don't know. Well, he was like a moderate Republican. I don't know anything about damn politicians before COVID. I didn't, I didn't form opinions <laughs> on my mayor before COVID. He, he was, I mean, he, he had his ups and downs, Faulkner. But he's not like a hardcore Trumper. You know, he's kind of more of a moderate uh, Republican. He was the one that was pushing for San Diego to be reopened at the beginning, right? Yeah, he was. Yeah. yeah. And then the other one that's running is John Cox. I've heard that name, too. Because he, he ran previously. And he's from, I think, Rancho Santa Fe. But he's, get this, he's making tours. He has an actual grizzly bear or black bear, just like a big-ass bear, 
that follows him. And so when he is giving his speech in front of his bus with all There's of his a, logo, like the, the California bear, right? There is him. a freaking bear <laughs> right That's behind it. And I the like bear that. is in his commercials. He's just chilling. So it's kind of like, you know, you say the, the, the baits are like a, like a clown show, but some people are saying it's like a circus. And now here's this guy bringing a freaking bear. For real circus. Yeah. yeah. That's funny. Yeah. I mean, who does the favorite, you know, or is it not? Well, I, the question is first is, is we're going to recall. Is there, there, there will be a recall election because they got enough signatures. Really? Yeah. So, I know that. so then the question then becomes, will he be recalled? And then after that is who would they replace him with? But then they're going to be an election anyways in 2022, you know, the regular cycle for the governor anyways. Isn't the governor eight years? I think it's six. Six. So uh, they're going to have this recall in 2021. And then if Newsom survives, which I predict he will, because this is a Democratic state, um, then in 2022, he'll be up for reelection anyways. But, you know, he's a potential presidential candidate. Who, Newsom? Oh, Yeah. Oh, yeah. Really? Yes. He's been grooming <laughs> oh, himself for this. God. He's been grooming himself. I think that's part of the reason why he was he so strict. That he makes was so sense, strict. huh? Yeah. Because he couldn't waver. He couldn't be uh, wishy-washy. He had to hold the line. Interesting. That it, makes I'm interesting. Yeah, wow. He's yeah, got, now it makes me hate him even more. He's got great Because hair. he's a lifetime politician. They only care about getting reelected. He's a, definitely a lifetime politician. It's like what the stat is that like Congress people spend 75% of their time campaigning or whatever it is. Well, yeah. <laughs> and fund- fundraising. Fundraising. Yeah. Yeah. Um, here's, I've got a couple more things on my list we can explore. Uh, are you aware of the whole worker shortage? Yeah. You have a follow I've on seen, that? I'm not closely. I've seen just like... The pictures of, like, the Wendy's, you know, that are, like, closed and stuff like that. Yeah. And it's just about the minimum wage thing. Well, that's a little bit – it's kind of associated with this, but businesses are having a hard time finding workers. Yeah, because isn't it, like, a lot of it is, like, a lot of people are still on unemployment and – That's part of it, yeah. yeah. and minimum wage is not enough. And Right. But a lot of people are making more money staying home than what minimum wage would pay them. Yeah, with the unemployment, Right. Yeah. Excuse me. Yeah. The, the unemployment, the rate there's because there's regular unemployment and then there's extra COVID unemployment, like 300 bucks a week on top of it. So these people are, you know, it's, it's interesting. And then there's other cases where take that away. Well, I think it's going to start winding down. Yeah. But there's other people that have been working in like, you know, minimum wage jobs with bad conditions and bad conditions. And this whole COVID thing, they finally said, you know, they reassess their life mm-hmm. and say, what the hell am I doing? And then meanwhile, like Amazon's hiring people and they're working in warehouses or they're going into the computer industry. They're learning new things, new yeah. skills, and they're no longer, you know, like a frontline worker at Carl's Jr. Yeah. Right. So, I mean, are you, are you, is anyone that you're hanging out with? Is this a dynamic that, because you guys, if you wanted to get a job, you get hired like that. Yeah, that's why it's not really a dynamic for yeah. us. But um, I don't know. I guess it kind of makes sense. But I think it's just going to come back around. It will. Yeah. I wonder if you went by Mama Cella's, if there would be a, a help wanted sign. I, I wouldn't you, doubt it. Yeah, I wouldn't doubt it. Um, last night we went. Or they probably won't be. They're probably struggling a little bit. Probably. They probably a little. They have a lot of family to fill in. Yeah, true. <laughs> they got a lot of family to fill in. <laughs> Um, last night, you know, um, we got food at Ginza Sushi right down, Ooh. right across from there. And there's a help wanted sign there. 
Agunza. Mm-hmm. And they had a new worker there that they were training while I was there. Yeah, there's a help one of the driving range. <laughs> yeah, there is. That. Yeah. When I was in um, high school, one of my high school friends, actually I was in college at the time, but my high school friend got a job at a driving range That's and cool. he drove... The little cart, yeah. The cart. That's what Tyler does. <laughs> and with the with the trailer that picks up yeah. the balls. And he would have he would be in a cage and, and he'd wear getting, a helmet. Yeah, he's getting dotted. Just ding, ding. Yeah, because yeah, they're aiming for oh, it. Yeah, I aim at them every time. <laughs> I think it's just funnier now knowing like Tyler Chun's one of the people that drives it too. What golf course does he work at? He works at the nice one, the Rancho Bernardo like country club one. Really? Huh. One it's not the one on going towards Carmel Mountain, it's the one off Pomerado near the fifteen. So that's Rancher Bernardo Country Club, as yeah. opposed to Bernardo Heights. Yeah, yeah. It's Rancher Bernardo Country Club. Yeah. RBCC. Yeah. Yeah. Right on. Tell me about your golf game. I'm not, I won't say the words that I figured it out, because I'll never figure it out. It's gotten a lot better. <laughs> it's gotten a lot, lot better. Extreme. The improvement, I'm the COVID golfer at its finest. Mm-hmm. Started golfing last March. <laughs> right. Like, Seriously. So you've been golfing a little over a year. Yeah. I shot my best score in 83 last week. Uh, at what course? Mission Trails. An 83? Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> Good for you. It's a 71, not a 72, but still. Still. I mean, that's yeah. that's uh, less than bogey golf. I played plus two in the back nine. Really? Yeah. It was crazy. I was just in a different... But I'm starting to come around, it feels like. It feels like I... Only losing like two balls <laughs> session now instead of ten. Uh huh. But um, it's uh, it's now instead of controlling the ball straight, it's more of controlling distances and almost shot shaping. And it would take and then putting, of course. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but chipping, I think my weakest is fifty yards and in, for sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the small chips and the putts, I could chop my game down probably by another five strokes. I bet if I can get better at those, but it's tedious stuff to work on. But yeah, but but your your first shot off the tee, maybe it's your better. second shot on a par four, you feel good about those? Yeah, I feel good about my driver wedge game, stuff like that. My wedge game, my last time out was really, really good. Really good. Nice. I'm getting a lot more height on my irons, which is good. What's your favorite course that you've golfed at? Mount Woodson, for sure. I love Mount Woodson. Right on. What do you like about it? I think the course layout is super cool, and everything's mm-hmm. tilted, slanted, it's fun. Um it's not super fun for an amateur golfer. I still enjoy it, but I think it's well kept, really well kept too. Between holes two and three, I think mm-hmm. it's like a wooden almost roller coaster ride on the golf cart, getting from hole to hole. It's literally just up in the canyons, back in Ramona. Nice, super nice, good, pretty cheap too, relatively. How much? Forty bucks. Forty? Yeah, that's cheap for golf. I paid forty two for damn Mission Trails last time and it's not that nice, of course. It's down by state, you know. It's right. Like the, the, the college kid course almost. You know, have you golfed at the the course in Mission Valley? What's it called? Riverwalk? Yeah. Yeah. They're going to build on that, I think. Really? That's sad. Yeah. That's a nice course. That they they're zingers. It's only 35 for the tee time, but it's 20 for the cart. Ah. <laughs> yeah, so. Do you always get a cart? I'm not good enough to walk. <laughs> yeah. If I was walking, I'd get so frustrated. You know, you just, you're like, damn, I gotta walk all the way over there. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Go pick up my ball and put it back in the fairway. Right. And then you slice another one. You gotta walk. Do you remember when we first went golfing at that little itty bitty course in University mm-hmm. City? Yeah. How old were you then? Young. We just finished watching the Masters, I remember, and I wanted to golf. Yeah. So this course was in a 
kind of like a retirement community. And it was eight or nine holes, little itty bitty par threes, kind of near the intersection of the 805 and the 52 freeway. And I don't know if that, I don't think that golf course exists anymore. That was a perfect, that's where I learned to golf. Mm-hmm. Part threes uh, are good. Yeah. What's your second favorite course? Admiral Baker. Uh, that's okay. Yeah, that's uh, kind of down by the old stadium, mm-hmm. right? It's right next to Qualcomm. It's like on the Army Reserve Center. Yeah. It's like a Navy base or something. You, like that. Can you get on there on your own or do mm-hmm. you need to be invited? It's by just some... a reserve center. It's okay. A, it's nice though. I'm not, I don't think I could become a member. I don't know. It's open to the public though, for sure. When I was younger. That's expensive though. How much? Like 80. But really? I don't pay them. Whenever I go, I get the deals. Like they call them hot deals. It literally like will pop up like 10 the night before on the app that you book it on. I'll be like 20 bucks. I will text someone like, dude, <laughs> you know, you got to go. When I was in my 20s, um, I was working for a company here in San Diego. And one of my coworkers was a veteran. And he invited me to go golf on the Miramar Air Station course. That one looks interesting. It looks pretty flat. Very flat. Yeah, and like par threes, huh? But the craziest thing I remember from that course was they had a vending machine with beer. Really? That's cool. You know, so you could put in like three quarters and then you got three like quarters a- quarters for a beer, or Whatever it was back then. <laughs> this is like in probably the late 80s, like 88, 89. It was around then. Maybe 1990. Yeah. So um, I'm really happy. You're, so you're, you're take, I'm happy you've gotten into golf. I think it's awesome. Um, obviously, you're taking your clubs with you when you go to Oklahoma. For sure. Right. My roommate is like a plus three golfer. He's probably going to be scratched by the time I show up. Really? Oh, I yeah. didn't know Zach he was that crazy. good. He just bought all new set. He's going all in on it. <laughs> oh, wow. So hopefully I get good, too. Well, that's good, actually. It'll be someone to kind of push you. Oh, exactly. I think. He's really, and someone to teach me, too. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. That'll be good. Um, let's see. Got another comment here from Pete Neal. Um, Trevor, based on the discussions and topics of the podcast, do you think in five years you will consider COVID a major impact on your life or will it fall into the category of a minor impact? I hope it falls into the category of minor. Right now it feels major. Yeah. It's changed everything I knew. <laughs> right. But uh, I think... I think it'll always be major. I don't think it'll ever be something like this ever again in my lifetime. No, no I agree. Um, hopefully I look back on it and I'm glad it happened and it sent me in the right direction. <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. But um, it's definitely a major impact, I'd say. And I think it'll be a major impact in history. Oh, yeah. People will look back on this and hopefully learn from it. But um, I think it's major, event. Well, it is. I mean, you've, you've been robbed of, of some of your young years of college experience. It's completely blown up your baseball situation. Oh, yeah. Um, it's, uh, you know, had a big effect on your social life, right? Mm-hmm. And on your academic life. Um, it's gigantic. Yeah. I would think. In fact, it's probably going to affect the work field. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm trying to find a job in a couple of years. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's a big deal. So, um, you know, Pete, thanks for that question. Um, wow. So we've been kind of covering a lot of other stuff. We also travel. And we're, you, we talked a little bit about going to Europe. Again, I, I hope it, you could figure out a way to do it, at least what Shannon did. Study abroad? Yeah, that would be the dream. Honestly. Yeah, if you could pull that Shannon off. Shannon was saying I should uh, do, I think it's Prague, I think she was saying, the Czech Republic one, right? Mm-hmm. Prague. It was like central. 
Well, you know, Pete um, on the live stream, his son lives in Prague. Really? Yeah. And apparently um, the, the communists are getting more active in <laughs> oh, Prague, God. right? Because it used to be part of the Soviet bloc yeah. at one point. Uh, but I think a lot of it's because of what's going on with COVID and the restrictions and there's disruption. But um, when they're probably already really socialist as a, like a whole in Europe, right? Well, generally, so mm-hmm. not 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 standard definition socialist, socialist but, but compared to America, compared to America for sure. Uh, Prague, you know, when Shannon was out in Europe, I visited her for and was there for a couple of weeks, and we spent a few days in Prague. It was a gorgeous city, absolutely beautiful, and yeah, it is kind of central in Europe. It, you're right next to Germany and Austria. Um, and even like Amsterdam, I don't think is that far away. But in Europe, I definitely want to see like more of the, more of the, the nature and the scenes and the history, if that makes sense. Yeah. But of course I want to see the history, but I, it's the damn Microsoft Bing home screens that pop up every day. I'm like, <laughs> wow. You know, it's like the, I think yesterday it was like the tulip fields in Amsterdam. I'm like, this is crazy, you know? And then it's like the French Alps. I'm like, I yeah. gotta go like here. It'll be like in a desolate place, like in this, like random with the, the Northern Lights. Like, I want to see the Northern Lights right. and stuff like that. Right. Antarctica. Well, you you could go see them when you're in Scandinavia. Really? Yeah. I don't know how far north you got to go. Well, but yeah, that's a could, once in a lifetime for sure. Well, they're the northern lights. So you can't see them in Antarctica, right? I guess. Huh? <laughs> so you got to go to the north. Um, so I, I've been talking about wanting to go to Europe, uh, and excuse me, to Ireland specifically. Want to go to Ireland and for visit sure. my family history. So I, I'm trying to get organized for that. I heard uh, uh, the, the Guinness place. You, you go to the very, it's like the whole tour and the top, I give you like a... Like a glass of beer, and you can see like all of oh. not Ireland, but Dublin yeah. or whatever it is. Yeah, it's cool. <laughs> it's good. So I, again, I, I I didn't go to Europe until I was in my early fifties. Yeah. So you guys have all been, <laughs> but I've been. So I, I want you to go. You yeah, were probably you were still in high school, I think, when I was there with Shannon. Um, but I'm hopeful that you're going to get a chance to go. Um, and who knows where your career takes you? You know, you might be able to. It might be able to combine it with work. Who knows? Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> yeah, that'll be good. Um, so any more comments here? Yeah, so, yeah, this is good. We, on our live stream, we still got a number of people here. They're very interested in what you have to say. So we need to come up with some more com- conversation here for you. Um, you enjoying the podcast? Yeah. What do you think of the studio? It's nice. <laughs> I mean, I've only seen, I'm honestly haven't seen it like live like this, though. I right. Think. So you've been on other podcasts. I have. Yeah, so yeah, tell me about true. that. Uh, my buddy Gary Van Oshin, AOTA Media, AOTA Sports podcast. That we, that he does. But the, uh, it's AOTA is the name of the, the company. And then the podcast is Dorm Room Sports. Okay. So it's um, um, me, Garrett, Garrett's little brother Grant, and then Craig too sometimes. But um, Garrett and Grant do a great job. They do all the all sports too on their own separate podcast, football and just events and um, current events and all that. And then I I help them out with the the Padres, the San Diego one specific podcast okay. that they do. And they have a Padres pod, I guess you'd call it. He has a specific name for it. It's pretty clever. I can't remember. <laughs> so how many? Uh, how often does he do episodes? Um, we've tried to do one once a week, but we've been lacking lately. Uh-huh. A lot going on. Right. But, so, um, are you on as a guest? I'm, I'm frequently. A, I'm I'm part of the podcast for you the are? San Diego section. Yeah. Okay. Good. But they have their own 
a huge one that they do all sports. And during football season, Garrett's got his all his football picks, bets, everything too. And that's really <laughs> well done, though, too. Good. You know, Garrett did some of his initial experiments with podcasts here. Yeah, in no, the no, studio. Yeah, you inspired him. <laughs> yeah, so he learned a little bit. Yeah, I taught him a little, just a mm-hmm. little. Um, but I know he ended up doing something for a class project. Yeah, using and, some mm-hmm. of this. He interviewed himself. <laughs> he was sat on one end of the table, asked questions, and he sat on the other end of the table That's and good. answered. And he edited it to make it yeah, feel he's like very a, good at that. Yeah, he does all his own editing. That's good. Mm-hmm. He's got a future in that. Did you enjoy being a guest on his podcast? Yeah, good. Similar to this. <laughs> yeah, just kind of hanging out. Doesn't have the lighting set up, though. But well, he's got the mics. <laughs> but he's all audio only, right? No, he does video. He does video, too. Yeah. yeah. He's got a little camera. Okay. So, the yeah, the, the lighting makes a big difference. It does. It does. It makes the quality of the video we just, a lot we better. We just sit outside in the San Diego State backyard, or if it's cold, we'll be inside. Yeah. Nice. Mm-hmm. So, when's their next episode coming up? We've been talking. We should. We were talking about recording one yesterday, and I did all my computer stuff. Yeah. Then one today, and then... So maybe this busy. weekend? Yeah, so probably after the series. Okay. Good deal. All right, man. And we had Leland Hugo's on that one, too. Oh, he, really? Uh-huh. We've had David on there a couple of times. Okay, good. He's something, isn't he? He's great. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, David Leland's been a guest on this podcast. We talk all about local San Diego sports. That dude is a savant. I mean, he knows his stuff. Mm-hmm. And he's got hot takes, too. Yeah, he's he's not just takes. data. Yeah. I mean, he's got opinions, you know, so it's something. Mm. It's great. I, I think I'm really happy for him. And so now he has his own YouTube channel. Yeah. But I don't think he's gotten into the audio-only podcast part of it yet. So eventually, I think I, he will. I just see his social media pages for San Diego Sports. And yeah. Very thorough and well done. Yeah, he does a good job. Uh, Pete Neal on live stream says, My best view of the Northern Lights was from a 30,000 feet on a flight over Greenland. That's great. That's Greenland, great. really. I, Pete, that's the I, one that's icy. Yeah. <laughs> Greenland's icy yeah. and Iceland's green. Exactly. Um, I, think, cool they, I think they did that on purpose to, to throw people off, to protect Iceland, so less people went there. <laughs> I think that's the, the story that I heard. <laughs> Pete, I thought you were about to tell me that you were up at the North Pole and you guys surfaced on the submarine and you opened up the hatch and you looked outside and you saw the, the northern lights. Has um, he been on submarines? Oh, yeah. He, big time. I mean, he That's spent... Sweet. That's scary. I couldn't do that. <laughs> like 15, 20 years of his life underwater. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Crazy. Yeah. So um, Pete will tell you stories about submarine. Um, but um, yeah, he saw... He, Pete's been all over the world, partially being in the Navy. But I'm sure maybe going to... Flying over Greenland, that's probably the d- direction you go when you go visit your son in Prague. Probably. You know, when you're flying over... They're kind of right next to each other right there, huh? Well, you know, it's weird. It's like you look at a map and you figure if you're flying across the Atlantic, you just take a straight line from, you know, New York to Paris or something. But you go, since it's a sphere, right, you kind of go over the northern, over the top of the, of the world to get to Europe. It's faster than going a straight line, you know, along a... What's the right so word? You, Along the latitude line. You're telling <laughs> change my word. You're telling me if you took off from New York to Paris, yeah. you'd go north. Y- yes. <laughs> Not straight north. Oh, okay. But you would I mean, yeah. I mean I like I don't have like a ball here to Yeah, here. You so, just have a globe. So you? so do I? I need I a globe. But like if you're at this star and you want to go here, you don't go around the world, you go over the top. It's shorter. 
than going around. But, w- but when we see the map, <laughs> it's flattened out. So you look, you feel yeah. like you're going. I guess that makes sense, huh? It's a two-dimensional map as opposed to being in a three-dimensional sphere. Yeah, that's mind-blowing. It is. The first time I found out about that, I was blown away, too. Because I would think, like, like say that's the Atlantic Ocean that's blue on the ball. <laughs> yeah. Like, maybe you might, like, round it a little. But you're telling me you go, like, like that. No, well, not, not, not that extreme. <laughs> okay. But you do. You go more north than you would think you would. So my guess is, Pete, that if you were flying over Greenland, seeing, you know, 30,000 feet above Greenland, seeing the northern lights, it's not like you're flying from New York to the, you know, North Pole. I mean, you're flying from probably New York to somewhere in Europe, mm-hmm. but you pass over Greenland. Interesting. Um, Pete says, unfortunately, I never went under the ice and it was only three years submerged. So <laughs> yeah. Excuse me, Pete. Um, I was turning you into an urban legend <laughs> with the number of years you were underwater. Um, but uh, yeah, I remember you talking about that, Pete. You never went under the ice. And that was something that like you a, wanted to do. Is that like a big deal? Probably. probably yeah. Hmm. Well, also, you know, it's a big deal if you're on the Navy when you cross the equator. And that's been a big deal going back hundreds of years right. for sailors. Because it's like a, a a ritual. It's like a rite of passage. You kind of get hazed when you go over the uh, the equator. Interesting. So, but he's telling me he's been all over. You know, in the submarine, like in the Indian Ocean, the, the South China Sea, the, the Pacific, in the Mediterranean. He's been everywhere. Uh, Pete says, "Yeah, right from Berlin to San Francisco. So Berlin to San Francisco, you fly over Greenland." Yeah, I didn't even think. Yeah, so look, you got to look at a map. And I you almost gotta, think you would go the other way. <laughs> no, that's longer to go over the Pacific. But yeah, look at a map and then look at a at a globe, and it's it's a, it's a it's a just it's a change of perspective. Yeah, it's something. So, um, all right, so all good. Been going for a while. We have two hours. Yeah, let's let's wrap this up. We have dinner plans. We have yeah, family coming in from out of town. What's what's that? I uh, I am a golden shellback. I cross the equator and the international dateline at the same time. Submerged. What's the international dateline? You don't know about that? That's like in the middle of the Pacific. So, you know, you know, like on New Year's New Year's Day always happens like in Australia first, hmm. because if you Across the Pacific, across the international dateline over there, it it's tomorrow. A day ahead. It jumps a day. Okay, I get it. That yeah. Okay, that it's in between Hawaii at the and same Asia. Time. Cool. Yeah, so I guess where the two of them intersect. Um, but Pete, if you're on the live stream, describe for Trevor what uh, what the ritual was when you crossed the equator. Because I mean, you'll see this on old movies when sailors, you know, especially historical films, where. You know, they're crossing the Pacific and, and they go over the, the equator. Yeah, it's a big deal. I, I mean, guess that makes sense. It's yeah. like a ritual. It's, it's, a, it's a serious thing. Submarines just out And of submarines world. have their own culture, yeah, for sure. Yeah, out of this world. You know? It's a reason why they get, don't they get paid almost the best in the military for a reason? I don't know. No, nuclear submarines. Well, yeah. yeah. We got to know your shit to yeah. run a nuclear sub. And I think Pete was one of those guys. Um, so, uh, Pete, oh, here it is. I, <laughs> I can't do that on air too much, uh, for mixed company. So it's, it's hardcore. Yeah, I think I what, that. <laughs> what that ritual is, right? Yeah, I get that. So it's something. Okay. So let's, let's wrap this one up. Um, Trevor, man, 
I love having you on a guest on the podcast. We can do it again. We can do it again. So we only have two weeks left. I don't live too far away. Yeah. Or the next time we can, you know, connect online. But uh, right on. Okay, friends. This is episode number 233 of the John Riley Project. Special (laughs) thanks to my guest, my son, Trevor Riley. Um, And uh, wish you best in Oklahoma. (laughs) All right. We'll see you later, friends. Bye-bye.